Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing. The most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Corbin. Good morning, Gimpy. Well, good morning. We're going to have tickets to see Disturbed. They're going to be down in Oklahoma City. Um, Yes, at the Paycom Center on January 27th. Tickets available at LiveNation.com. We've got listener emails. And we've got to tell the truth. And then next Thursday is our 15th annual New Year Blood Drive where you have a chance to get qualified for weekend VIP tickets to Rocklahoma. 
and get a free KMOD collectible t-shirt with a donation. <laughs> Want to find out more and reserve your spot? Hit obi.org for the 15th annual New Year Blood Drive on January 18th at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. All from OBI and 97.5 KMOD. Boom. We have not talked about this yet, but do you, did you see the video of the people flying in that Alaska Airlines plane and the door got sucked off? <laughs> no. You haven't seen the video? I haven't seen the video, no. Oh, dear Lord. It is an amazing video. So this door... It's a door, but it's not. On some planes, they put a plug. It's called a plug. Mm-hmm. And it covers the door. And, and when you're in the plane, you would have no idea there's a door there at all. Right. And on the outside, you can see the circle, if you will, of the door. Mm. And so these people, they take off. And uh, as they were climbing, the playing gets sucked out oh, the door gets sucked out of the plane and the video of it is it's terrifying and I am somebody who thinks flying is incredibly safe uh, I think there's nothing to be concerned about when it comes to oh, for the love of God uh, there's nothing to be concerned about uh, with flying I think it's the safest way to travel, uh, I yes, accidents happen, but in comparison to other situations, mm-hmm. it's easily the safest way to travel, full stop. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I see this, and I'm like, mm-hmm. good, okay, fine. Good God. <laughs> it is a change, like, it changes the way you think about all of it. Then you find out part of the seat got sucked out. Uh-oh. Uh, a phone got sucked out of someone's hand. Uh-oh. A shirt got sucked off someone's body. Yeah. While they were wearing it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And the door landed in somebody's tree. <laughs> and they're fine. they found a phone. Well, Still working, no screen broken, so I don't know what the hell y'all are doing. Yeah, right. Right? <laughs> Clearly this had a screen protector and some sort of G-Shock <laughs> case on it. Mm-hmm. Probably a DeWalt case. Right. I was going to say, someone needs to like advertise definitely this case oh. heavily. Yeah. If you get to find out, you should absolutely do mm-hmm. that. <laughs> and so, you know, people... And the other part, the voice recorder box that controls, that records data, apparently did not record all the data. <laughs> all right. I, I don't know if there was a malfunction. It's supposed to do two hours and then re-record over itself. I, I, don't, I don't know what happened with that. Um, but they're finding bolts. Like, they're looking for more bolts. And they think it was... <laughs> they think... They th- they think it was never attached. Oh, God. Oh. How did it even leave the airport like that? I mean, because they like, I know over here at our airport, and we got American and Spirit back there, and they do maintenance on planes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How did it even leave that area, you know, Pass missing bolts and, you know, stuff like that? I could be wrong, but I don't think they check 
every bolt on the plane. <laughs> I think there is. I think there's an assumption mm-hmm. that when the plane leaves the manufacturing facility, mm-hmm. that the like the bolts are there. Right. And it probably was. And a pi- pilots do check planes, mm-hmm. and they go undergo maintenance after so. And this was a new plane; it only had 140 uh, flights on it, I think, which is nothing. Right. That is that is a few miles on a brand new car. Like it's nothing. Right. Right. That, that plane's l- less than a year old. Mm-hmm. This was the plane that they bought off of Wish. Yeah. yeah. And the idea that a new plane like that, ha- you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> This is equal to driving a car off the dr- part the the lot and the wheels fall off, right? Or the door falls off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I can't imagine how terrifying that was. For sure, because yeah. they're saying it was like only twenty minutes into their flight or whatever. Yeah. And the door falls off, so you're in mid air. The door gets sucked off. I mean, you have to make an emergency landing at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have With- to. I mean, you can't just be like, "All right, listen." It'll be fine. I'm, I'm We're just be- going to make it to our destination. It's going to be a little windy. You're not hearing an announcement. <laughs> right. You're not hearing an announcement. Uh, it's so loud. Know. Yeah. It's so loud. Yeah, you think you're dying. It's That's already it. loud inside a plane. Right. When it's flying. Mm-hmm. Imagine when there's the, the window's down. <laughs> and you're doing 800 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, I'm, I'm just being honest. If I see a door get sucked off, I'm watching. I'm watch staring. It, watch it, just staring at the door? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Watching with people my get phone sucked re- out with them. Yeah. <laughs> Put my seatbelt on. If someone's getting Put sucked off a plane, I'm watching. <laughs> well, yeah. Ooh. And the oxygen thing comes down. I've flown a ton. I've, that's never happened. I've never seen the oxygen mask no. drop. No. And I've been on some pretty turbulent planes. <laughs> never have I had the oxygen mask you know, but you've also never been on a plane where the door gets sucked off either. So right. <laughs> you don't even put door on it. Like, yeah, that's right. never happened. Right. <laughs> that is not something that I've experienced. Uh, and I, people seem somewhat calm in the video. They, do, I mean, I'm not listening to the audio, but they right. just looks like they just sitting there chilling. Like, oh hey, what are you supposed to do? You're not getting up going pee. Right. right. That's the truth. That's the truth. It's definitely not like what you see in a movie. No, no, no. In the movies, it shows everybody getting lifted up and mm-hmm. sucked out the hole oh, in the plane. Oh, no, no, no. Because the plane was climbing mm-hmm. and all the fastened seatbelt were, signs were on and people were buckled in, no one got sucked out. They are confident if people wouldn't have been buckled in, you would have been... Somebody out there. Man, what a way to go, right? Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> like, you get... First of all, the fear when, when you start to lift up out of your seat, okay, and you're like, oh, holy crap, oh, holy crap, and then you're flying through the fuselage of the plane, the cabin of the plane, right, and then you find yourself making your way, all this fear that's going through your head, and then you're, okay, out into the great blue sky. Here's 10 times people have been sucked out of an airplane. (laughs) So this happens regularly. Uh, At least 10 (laughs) times, at least enough to make a list. Uh... This is uh, flight 32,000 fl- feet, April 17th, 2018, recently. Wow. A Southwest flight, uh, Dallas bound. Her seatbelt was fastened. She was pulled halfway out of the aircraft. Amazingly, other passengers pulled her back inside. 
A witness to the incident recalled, there was blood on the windows. Her arms were actually out of the plane, and her head was out of the plane. Oh, God. She was badly injured. Efforts to revive her after she experienced cardiac arrest, because, yeah, if I'm hanging out of a plane, I'm for sure having a heart attack. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, they were unsuccessful. And according to the Philadelphia Department of Public Health, she died due to blunt force impact trauma to her head, neck, and torso. A crack in the engine caused um, by metal fatigue caused the explosion. Here's another one. 1990. British Airways Flight 5390 was on its way from Birmingham, England to Malaga, Spain. When the catastrophe occurred aboard a BAC 111500 carrying 118 passengers. Uh, it was meal time aboard the plane. Yum. Uh-huh. It was at 17,000 feet. Uh, the captain and first officer relaxed, releasing their shoulder harness, right? That means they're like, we're good. Yeah. The captain also loosened his, I love this story. I know this one. Loosened his lap belt. Shortly afterward, a blast occurred as the aircraft's left windshield cracked, air pressure dropped, and the pilot was sucked out of the cockpit. I do remember that one. Mm-hmm. His waist, head, and torso were exposed outside of the fuselage. Oof. To the wind and cold, the autopilot was off, and the plane began to plummet. Worse yet, the cockpit's door had collapsed against the throttle controls, jamming them. Uh, The first officer fought to control the plunging plane. A flight attendant had to enter the cockpit to grab the captain's legs. (laughs) More flight attendants had to come in to help. Uh, And... When uh, some of the they started getting exhausted, exhausted, yeah, because they're flying eight hundred, <laughs> the pull right. of the body, right? Uh, they freed the pilot's legs from the flight controls that had trapped them. They safely landed the aircraft. The captain was injured, suffering frostbite, bite contusions, and fractures to his legs and arms. Uh, one of the flight attendants had a dislocated shoulder. Passenger crew, everybody else was fine. And they say the bolts that held the windshield in place were too small, both in diameter and length. Don't I know? (laughs) World's a crazy place, man. Mm -hmm. Bolts are falling out all over the place. (laughs) Uh, Here is another one. This is the same British, uh, another British airline. He uh, rushed to save the captain, grabbing the pilot around the waist. He found himself also being pulled from the cabin. Thanks to fellow flight attendants, he was... Saved. So, like, he was getting sucked out in the process. <laughs> Dude, this one's also pretty amazing. This happened in 1988. The roof over 18 feet long got ripped away on Aloha, Aloha Airlines Flight 243. Oh, God. Passengers and flight attendants were exposed to the freezing <laughs> atmosphere. Out. The, fl- the picture's insane. Is that, If that's a real picture, that's insane. Yeah, they turned that plane into a convertible? Yes. Ah, uh, the pilot and first officer were at the controls of the 737, which earlier the same day had made three round-trip flights from Honolulu to Hilo, Maui, and Kauai. All the pre-flight. And- <laughs> wow. You see that person flying out? That can't be real. <laughs> pre-flight inspections had indicated the aircraft was cool. Uh, the plane... A woman was about to board board the plane. A passenger saw a crack in the fuselage and didn't report it. Bitch, I'm reporting. For sure. 
If there's a sticker on the outside, I'm like, I don't think, like a bumper sticker that says KMOD, I'm like, I don't think that belongs there. No. Right. (laughs) Good Mm. God. Didn't report it. Assuming the crew must know about it. Uh, The plane leveled off at 24,000 feet. An explosion occurred. And the uh, first officer saw insulation floating through the cockpit. Oh, God. The The control cabin's doors, like the first class section's roof, were gone. Uh, they were secured by their seatbelts. The passengers were buff, uh, buffeted by 300-mile-per-hour winds and had lost access to oxygen. Their overhead masks <laughs> were no longer available because right. they flew out the window. Oh, exactly. Uh, although hanging on for dear life, flight attendant Clarabella Lansing was sucked out of the plane. The captain headed for an emergency landing in Maui just as he was descending over the airport. The engine failed. Nevertheless, he was able to bring the remnants of the aircraft down with further injuries or deaths. The ordeal caused by inadequate inspection of the plane. The inspection, which was conducted in darkness, missed the crack in the fuselage. The location of the person that flew out of the plane? They don't know. <laughs> so the person that fails to inspect or report what they saw and didn't report it, they get fired? Are they? No, it was a passenger that didn't see it. Right. That, that saw, saw it. it and didn't oh, report I see. It, yeah. So, I mean, well, they going to do her. Is she held liable or responsible no. for the person? Mm-hmm. No, it ain't their job. For for not reporting it? It ain't no. their job. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's not. It's not. But I feel like if she knew, then there should be some kind of responsibility no. on her hand. Oh, no. I internally, mean, she's probably feeling guilty. Like, morally. Yeah, morally. But come on, moral and moral, get out of here. Yeah, she that doesn't know that's long not her ago. profession. True, it's not her profession, it's not her job, but she still saw the crack and never reported it, got on the plane anyway, and all this happens. Like, if she would have simply said, hey, see the little right there? She would have looked like the very first ever Karen. Okay. By reporting it. Okay. You know what I mean? And then dozens of people are still alive, yeah, and then that plane's sure. roof never gets ripped off. Yeah, then what do you do when you have some, if we will, Karen, that reports something that they have no idea what they're talking about and delays every plane takeoff? Well, that sucks. That sucks. You're going to be a little bit behind. But would you rather be a little bit behind on your trip and alive, or maybe not even show up at all because the roof got ripped off and everybody's getting sucked off the plane. Statistically, uh, I'll I'll take the chance of my roof getting ripped off. <laughs> right. Because it doesn't normally happen. It does not normally. Right. I wouldn't even say it doesn't. I would just go ahead and say it doesn't happen. You've given me enough examples. <laughs> and with this whole door thing right here, I'm just like, yeah, but how many flights are there a day? I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. 10,000? Yes. How and many, I'm giving you three? Yeah. How many people are on the on the highway, you know, traveling to work just fine, but you get a couple of them that die on their way to work? Not a couple. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. I'm just saying. A couple in an hour. <laughs> just saying. Right? That's enough for me right How many people, this is fun, how many people do you think die in Oklahoma every year by automobile crashes, accidents. Okay. Uh, Lindsay, what do you think? Oh, at least I'm going to go with at least 150. Okay. I'll cut it in half and say 75, and even then I think that's high. Uh, in 2019, there were 640 traffic fatalities. Wow, well, damn. 
a year. <laughs> now, how many people die in aircraft accidents? Yeah. In Oklahoma. Uh, oh, in Oklahoma. I mean, I don't know, four. Yeah. Uh, number of deaths each year. I think narrowing it down by states. Well, and you can't count number. Yeah, you can't count. Um, oh, we'll just go with this. This is worldwide air okay. traffic fatalities. Uh, one hundred and seventy-six worldwide. Okay, worldwide. Right. Yeah. yeah either way, though, man. I'm Dramatically safer. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. There's so many. I can't even get to all the times people have been sucked off in a plane. <laughs> Sucked off of a plane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Careful where you put that word. Uh, yeah, but the video footage is so insane. It is. For sure. And my my kids, like if I had my kids with me, and you go like, Right. Right. Watch Bluey. Everything's fine. It's nothing to be alarmed about. Right. You say you wanted a window seat? Yeah. You could see better. <laughs> there's someone sit like the the seats next to that spot were empty, yeah. well, but there were people ne- in the next seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at oh my gosh, you think that guy sitting there crapped his pants. I don't know. I know I'm, I would have. If I'm if I'm a recovering alcoholic, I'm definitely having a drink when I get off the plane <laughs> hey, for <man>. sure. <laughs> that feels like hey man, you, you slipped. Yep. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I think I have good reason to. Yeah, I I feel like. One in a million. <laughs> yeah. You know the movie Alive? Have you ever seen yes, this movie? Yes, yes, it's a, it's a fantastic movie yeah, from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, soccer team. Yeah. Crash. Argentinian the, soccer mm-hmm. team, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. They have to and, eat butts. Yeah, they have to eventually <laughs> eat each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're remaking it. Really? It's on Netflix. Huh. Yeah, with a modern, like, update to it. Okay. Yeah. There's It, it looks interesting and compelling, mm-hmm. and there's some things in there that I never was aware of. Okay. But if you love that movie, it is terrifying. It is. Mm-hmm. It is terrifying. Uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. News quickies are stories you may have missed in the news. We cover them here and put a link on our Facebook page if you want more. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say what the f***. Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Lindsay with what's going on. News quickies from the Big Mad Morning Show at 975-KMOD. Florida man found hiding meth between the cheeks after hit-and-run crash. So this driver was found carrying meth following a hit-and-run crash on Thursday involving a bicyclist, a bicyclist who was already a paraplegic. Deputies said the crash happened around 5.54 p.m. where a hand-pedal bicyclist was struck by a Ford hatchback that fled the scene. According to the sheriff's office, the bicyclist was Stephen Watkins. He had previously contracted a life-threatening staph infection while working as a detention deputy, which left him paralyzed from the chest down. He suffered minor injuries and was taken to the hospital for evaluation. Investigators said they tracked the Ford to a home in Palm Coast, Florida, which is where the owner, Andrew Croswell, who's 35 years old, reportedly lived. However, His parents told deputies that he wasn't there. 
Deputies were eventually able to find the Ford along US-1, and after pulling it over, they found the driver, Clara Smith, who's 48, with Croswell in the passenger seat. Croswell claimed he drove the car when it struck the bicyclist, but he didn't stop because he didn't think he hit anybody. He claims that he just hit a curb. But damages to the vehicle were consistent with the crash. Body camera footage of the traffic stop shows that when asked about the damage, he again says, I hit a curb. Deputies say they found a crystal-like substance in Smith's purse, which was later confirmed to be methamphetamine. The release said deputies added that methamphetamine was also found concealed on Croswell's body. It's between his cheeks. Croswell can be heard saying in the footage he can then be seen trying to jiggle it out while in handcuffs. Uh, What you don't want to do is make us get it. That's the hard not, do not make us do, one of the reporting deputies tells Croswell. Can you pick your butt with your hand? After digging through his butt crack with help from deputies, the substance was ultimately recovered by investigators. And fleeing the scene of an accident is cowardly and illegal. In this case, the victim was a paralyzed man and a beloved member of the community. And our team that uh, was struck and left in the roadway, I commend the witnesses that stopped and called for help and the team effort that caught his pathetic driver. I'm also glad that Stephen was not seriously injured. Croswell is facing charges of leaving the scene of a crash, possession of meth, possession of a drug paraphernalia, and introducing contraband into an inmate facility. His bond is only eight grand. His friend that was in the car with him, the driver, she's facing charges of drug possession without a prescription, possession of drug paraphernalia, and possession of methamphetamine, and she's held on a bond of $3,500. So did did he take, did they find it on him side of the car, or did they find it to him when they went to um, process him. Um, on the side of the car, they jiggled it out of him. Then how is that trying to smuggle into a pr- facility? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because he had it tucked away, right? He oh. was trying to smuggle it in. They were taking I, it right. in, but they ended up you intention, know, maybe. Yeah, intention. Yeah. Inten- or he just—that's where it was. That's his—that's his hidey hole. That's yeah. such a weird place to hide your drugs. Not if you like it warm. Eight thousand bond, eight thousand dollar bond seems very small for all of you. You had eight grand to get yourself out of jail. No, yeah, yeah no. Right. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. Right, that is true. No, I hear you though. Mm. Yeah, but man, people that I know, someone that's hit and killed someone drunk, mm-hmm. and I've never spoken to them since it happened. I can only imagine the turmoil they mentally go through. Yeah, because they didn't know it happened. Yeah, that's true. You think that? Uh, Sobers you up. I mean, this person, addict, meth head, right? You no. think it's at that point to where it's like, because some people, in order to sober up, they got to hit that rock bottom area, you know? And it's like, I feel like if it was me, you know, and I'm all twacked out on the meth and I end up running over a bicyclist, bicyclist and killing them, I'm like, oof, I think it's time to dial it back on the meth a little bit. That's the logical thought process, mm-hmm. but using logic and not get in a car and drive high right. on meth might also, you would think, play into account. Um, I think it just depends. I think rock bottom looks different for a lot of Everybody. people. Mm-hmm. I think if you are someone who feels like your life isn't going 
well for you and you can't catch a break and that's why you engage in those things, this may fuel that feeling. Right. It's just another kick in the balls to make me want to keep on going. I can't catch a break. Right, right. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible, I say. Woman breaks into ex's home while armed with martial arts sticks. This comes out of the UK and actually happened uh, back in August or whatever, but it's in the news, so we're reading. There's a gal, her name, uh, she's 49, can't pronounce her name, Boothip, Bowthip, Kendra, anyway. So she was going with this guy named Steve, and then they break up, and then Steve meets this new gal. And Steve asked this new gal to move in with him. But Steve and Boothip used to live in this house together or whatever. So Mrs. B catches word that he's got a new gal over there. And she mm-hmm. shows up. And she shows up highly aroused and angry. That's what the story <laughs> says. <laughs> Horny and angry. So uh, what she do? She breaks into Steve's house through the living room window. And I guess they wake up, they, you know, call the police naturally. Steve and his new girlfriend barricade themselves in the bedroom while they wait for the police to show up. At some point in time, Mrs. B makes her way upstairs. She grabs some of Steve's martial arts sticks. I'm not sure exactly what kind of sticks we're talking about. Are they like billy clubs? I was thinking nunchucks, but you know, when I, when I Googled martial arts sticks, there's a couple of different things that pop up. So, all right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So she's trying to break into the bedroom using Steve's martial arts sticks. The police finally show up. They arrest Mrs. B. She goes to jail. She goes to court. Uh, The judge, after she pled guilty to criminal damage and disturbing the peace, the judge gave her 18 months, and that included 80 hours of community service as well. Isn't it funny how we read this story and everyone was like, what a crazy bitch. Mm -hmm. But if you change the story to a guy with a gun and a jilted lover, (laughs) you're like, yeah, goddamn right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right? Don't we do that? so weird. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a bizarre story. She looks like she could handle a couple sticks. Absolutely. (laughs) She probably has. A man in custody accused of murdering wife with hammer, burying her body. A Nashville man is in custody, accused of murdering his wife with a hammer. Metro Police report 70-year-old Joseph Hammertime Glenn was arrested early Saturday morning in connection with the New Year's Day killing of his wife, Jackie. Investigators say Glenn was admit, has admitted to striking Jackie with a hammer at their home and driving her body to their property in another county, where he reportedly buried her in a cargo crate. Her remains have been recovered. The couple's children worked with the police department detectives to find information after her disappearance, telling officials their father claimed Jackie left him after finding out she was terminally ill. Uh, He is being held in a jail with a $1 million bond. That seems more appropriate. $1 million bond. This will be a good 2020. Uh, It feels pretty, like, instant. Mm. So it'll be a short 2020, mm. right? Yeah, that's true. But that was a bad lie to be like, uh, you know what? She found out that she had cancer, and she said, I don't want to subject you all to this. And she left. I don't know where she went. <laughs> what, do you mean, wait, wait, what do you mean she has cancer? What do you, where'd she go? I don't know. She just said she left. She said I'm out of here. Dad, I need to, uh, to deal with this. I need to hang a picture. Oh, well, uh, we don't have a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have a hammer. It's 
brown. It's got a, like, <laughs> describing yeah. it perfectly. I don't worry, but that's just red paint. I don't know what you're describing, but that wasn't my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> that was your mom's hammer. All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. Tulsa's morning show, the Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 829- Four, five. Let's see what Lindsay has for balls to the wall sports. Despite a year filled with controversy, the Michigan Wolverines were able to keep their eyes on the prize and become national champions. Hooray! The Michigan ground game was the star of this show, with the Wolverines wrecking up over 300 yards rushing, mostly between Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards, who each found the end zone twice as well. Conversely, Michigan's defense helped Washington to less than 50 total rushing yards and also pulled in two interceptions to help put away the 34-13 victory. It was an awesome game. Uh, The first half, Mm. Washington didn't look like they belonged at all. I watched a little bit of it, and I was like, just before he even turned the channel, I said, my money's on Michigan. And I turned the channel, it was like 13, like 3 or something already. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't need to watch anymore. Wolverine started the second half coming out with an interception right out, like, first play. You're Mm -hmm. like, damn. Mm -hmm. Like, it, they Mm -hmm. lit them up, and... You'd have to say, before the game, the Washington quarterback mm-hmm. was easily QB1. He yeah. was easily the number one prospect. I don't think that's true anymore. No. I don't think he does not look like he handles adversity well <laughs> or a big stage. Mm-hmm. And then there was a whole thing I went down a rabbit hole online about how West Coast teams just aren't good. They just cannot handle the the pressures mm-hmm. They're just there's different tiers. The number of mistakes that happened uh, for Washington was double of what Iowa had in the Big Ten championship game, and that was an embarrassment right, for right. Iowa. That's funny because like you think it's like their goal, their dream to get to that point oh, yeah. of their yeah. their career, right? And to get there and then to S the bed once you get there, it's just like, come on. Well, man. a couple of things. These are kids. Yeah. Right? These are pretty yeah, young people. Absolutely. Well, Penix isn't. But, but, they, <laughs> but they're, they're young people, right? Mm-hmm. And it just shows how different college is, right? Right. College football isn't elite. Mm-hmm. And the idea that West Coast teams have great quarterbacks or a great receiver or a great cornerback or whatever, but collectively, Suck ass. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Because look how close the, the Michigan game was with Alabama. Yeah. Right, right. This was not that. Oh, blew them out. So the idea that regionally you might not be good. I saw a whole thing where people were like, well, that's why you got to eat grits and, and not quinoa. Settle down. <laughs> Plenty of people from middle America go to school on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't mean... <laughs> they ate quinoa, <laughs> and also it's corn. You you mean uh, it's just corn, right? right. <laughs> it's just a little ground up cornmeal. Yeah, <laughs> and that's your balls of the wall sports. I'm Lindsay on ninety seven five KMOD.
Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Corbin. Uh, comedian Anthony Jeselnik is going to be at the River Spirit Casino. Jeselnik? Jeselnik. 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 Okay. Or Jeselnik. Or Jeselnik. Whatever. Uh, he's going to be in town Saturday, January 27th at the Cove River Spirit Casino. You can actually win tickets uh, if you like dark humor. Oof. She's got plenty he of. He is yeah. dork. Yes. dork. He's yes. awesome. Dork. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Did you ever watch his show on, uh, was it Comedy Central? That yes. got canceled because it was so dark. Mm-hmm. Longtime writer for many shows, mm-hmm. writes with other comedians, does his own stand-up, too. He's hilarious. really good. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Yeah. Get tickets online at the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Good morning, Gimpy. Morning, Corbin. OU basketball is back tomorrow night. As OU is at TCU, your pregame will start at 730. Your tip-off is at 8. And, of course, you can always stream it on the iHeartRadio app. I'm, uh, as I get older, I have this dorky thing I like. No. OKTraffic.org. It's from the Oklahoma mm-hmm. Department of Transportation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can see cameras uh, that they put up around the city yeah, uh, for traffic to see what's going on and like when Steve Scott says something you can go look that up you want I use it in the morning to see if there's ice on the road because some of the cameras have temperature sensors of the road Mm -hmm. so just little things like that anyway because the morning's crazy I can go on and see cameras of like uh, like intersections in town Mm -hmm. and see how crazy it is for you guys right now (laughs) so sorry yeah Yeah. so that that sucks Mm -hmm. You can also download the app, but don't do it when you're driving. Uh, all right, so I'm going to make us so uncool all right, right now. Oh. Or we're going to see how uncool we are. I know I'm uncool because I had to look all these words up. Mm. <laughs> I knew like two, just to be just to be honest. So the first one, these are all slang, hip, cool t- words that you're not going to know or maybe you do know. The kids are using it. So the next one, the first one is... On God. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, Gimby. Mm-hmm. Do you know it, Lindsay? I'm going to assume it's you, like, you swear. I put that on God. Like, I'm telling you the truth. Okay, Gimpy. Yeah, it's about the same. I promise, man. It's, it's, it's true. On God. Yeah. On God. God is a phrase, which is a way of saying that someone is telling the truth. Similar to another phrase, such as, I swear to God. <laughs> she ate that. <laughs> she ate that. Eight. It's an eight. Not Much. the number. She ate that. Um, she was. She ate that. She was with him already. Like she, bro. Like she's an ex of that. She dude. ate that. Okay. I don't know. Gimpy. She slept with him. Uh, I'm gonna go with she took it all in and you know accepted everything. We're, no, both wrong. Uh, ba- basically used to describe that someone did something perfectly or looked fabulous. Oh, she she ate that. Uh-huh. Did you see uh, uh, Florence Pugh at the Golden Globes? She ate that. Okay. See through dress. Mm-hmm. Left no crumbs. Okay. Left no crumbs. Left no evidence behind. Okay, Gimpy. Yeah, got it all done. Didn't leave anything left behind. Meaning that a person popped off in a good way. They killed it. Almost as if they took all the talent and skills and did not leave enough in the world for everyone else. Mm. As an example, uh, 
They go upstage, they sing, they do an amazing job, and then the other person goes, holy S, she ate that, left no crumbs for the rest of us. Oh, God. Nailed it. I combined it. two words for that, by the way. <laughs> uh, Riz. Oh, that's uh, like stature, like that, like your props. Okay. Gimpy? Sure. <laughs> I think that sounds appropriate. I don't know. I've heard somebody say it before. Um, but I think it was in a jokingly manner, so I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. My nephew created a YouTube page calling himself the Riz King. That was the name. Anyway, uh, another word for spitting game, how good you are with pulling and sustaining bitches. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, sounds like something you go to the doctor for. <laughs> <laughs> right, or something you do after right. a hard night of partying. Right. I rizzed. <laughs> um, this one I've seen around a lot. I'm probably going to mispronounce it. Giat. It's a booty. Okay. That is a big fat ass. That is actually incorrect. What? It's a funny way to say goddamn when you see a fat ass or breast popularized by a Twitch streamer misconsumed to be about somebody with a big ass. Mm -hmm. So it's what, like goddamn. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Now, I'm okay. sure somebody's going to correct me, and that's fine. <laughs> Save yourself self the text, because I don't care. I had to look all these up, because I don't know them. One I could not find one on, it, oh, yeah, no, this one's easy. Phantom Tax. This is a Twitch streamer, and it's just a phrase he's popularized, that something that comes at the expense. Okay. Mm. Yeah, okay. That doesn't make any sense. This one I think everybody should know, because I've heard Gimpy say it. Cap. No, oh, cap, lie. No cap is no lie. Yeah. Gimby? Yeah, that's right. Lying for no reason. Like, actually, why would you say this? No cap, bruh. Bet. Also heard Gimpy say this. Sure. <laughs> you should have said bet there, probably. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> bet. It's on. Let's do it. Let's go. For sure. That's what it means. To understand, acknowledge, Roger, etc. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that one's not new, man. That one's been around since the 90s. I think kids are just trying to steal our words. Right. <laughs> How long would you say it's been around? Bet. The word bet? I'd say since 95. 95? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I remember my brother saying it way back in the day, back in high school. You know, and it's just stuck around ever since. Gassing you up. Uh, gassing you up. He's just gassing you up. Maybe um, lying to you or, or joshing you. Okay. F filling Gimby? you full of bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a phrase that's been used on TikTok and other social media flat platforms to describe the act of complimenting someone and boosting their confidence. It involves a series of compliments and praises Aimed at making someone feel good about themselves. Oh, God. Gassing you up. It's giving. It's giving. It's giving. It's giving. You said Are those answers? No Are yeah. those answers? No clue. It's giving. It's, it's giving. It's giving means that it's, uh, it's, it's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, beneficial. For you, it's giving. Mm. Slang term used to describe someone or something's look or vibe with a positive, ironic connotation. It's often used to describe a situation or experience that is particularly intense, dramatic, or over the top. So maybe driving this morning, it's giving. Okay. 
All right. For real, for real. <laughs> for real, for real. Because you say it twice, it means more. Yes. Uh, apparently. <laughs> on God, for real, for real, bro. <laughs> Bro. No cap. Bro, no cap. Got I am not. This for is real, for, real, for real, for real. Yeah. It's like it's it's like extra true. Yeah. Somebody texted in, Riz is short for charisma. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different way to say charisma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for real, for real. For real, for real means it's true. True, true. Yeah, like it's so true. So true. Emphasizes sincerity and authenticity. When someone says something is real for real, they are affirming its genuineness and truthfulness. For real. For really real. Yeah. For real, for real. You look great. This goes dummy hard. Oh, God. This goes dummy hard. This goes dummy hard. Um, hmm. It's so... (laughs) By the way, that's been my response for the last Uh, 72 hours. Unbelievably stupid? Okay. Like, unbelievably, you won't believe this? It's so stupid? Okay. So, when somebody goes hard, that means they're, like, going, taking it to the nth degree, right? Just Mm -hmm. giving it all they got, right? We partied hard last night. We went hard. So, if you're doing dummy hard, it's just, like, you, you go, it's so easy. It's so easy to just go that far. To express admiration for something that is exceptionally good, impressive, or exciting. When someone refers to a song, dance, outfit, or any creative content as going dummy hard, they mean it stands out with remarkable excellence. Huh. So last night, McCarthy's performance as quarterback, he went dummy he, he went dummy hard. Okay. Hmm. Sounds like a backwards compliment. These kids today, yeah, Lindsay right. doesn't understand them. <laughs> Something uh, Gimpy knows too well, simping. That's right. <laughs> uh, drinking. Okay. No, man. That's when you're simping for a hoe, man. Oh. Yeah, man, you do everything <laughs> you can to make her happy because you want the vagina. The act of being overly submissive mm-hmm. or accommodating to <laughs> someone particularly to a romantic interest or crush. This can include doing things for the person without receiving anything in return, constantly seeking their attention or approval, or accepting mistreatment or disrespect. So any of you bitches that have a job, you're simping for your boss. Absolutely. We all be simping for somebody, (laughs) bruh. For real, for real. For real, for real. I go dummy hard for simping. (laughs) You're not him. (laughs) <laughs> well, no, duh. Yeah. I am me. That am You're not him, real. Lindsay. You're not him. You're not real. Okay, Gimpy. Uh, you're the lesser of a person. Not, you're not that guy. That guy's the goat. You're not him. This is someone who isn't that guy and will never be that guy. Example, Nathan is that guy. You are not. You are not him. You are not that guy. Only Nathan is that guy. <laughs> Okay. Yeet. Yeet. <laughs> oh, that was something good, right? I think that was something good. Yeet, like fleek almost. I'm going good. Okay, Gimpy. Yeah. Uh, but people use it in different connotations, right? Like yeah. he yeeted that, you know, ball across the field, <laughs> right? So to me, it's like if you're going to yeet something, you're going to throw it hard and fast and far. 
Yeah, there's <laughs> more of these oh than I'm giving God. him credit for. Uh, to violently throw an object that you deem to be worthless and fear are just plain garbage. So if you if I threw something in the trash, but when I would throw it, and if I did it really hard, I go yeet. Yeah, <laughs> yeet it across yeet. the room. Kobe out. <laughs> yeet in. Snatched. <laughs> I took your girl. Snatched. I, I mean, I think that's the actual term. Mm. Right, right. We're using slang. I feel this has something to do with vagina. Okay. Snate snitched. Snatch. <laughs> Snatched <laughs> is the new fleek. It's used to describe anything that looks really good on point. Anything from your eyebrows to your outfit can be snatched. If your eyebrows are slain, they're snatched. If your outfit is slain, it's snatched. Hmm. Pick me energy. Pick, Pick me. me energy, huh? Pick me energy. Uh, good energy. I got... Pick me energy. You want pick me energy. You want good, positive energy. Gimby. So when somebody's like, let's just go back to the elementary days when we're lined up for dodgeball, right? And you want to get on that certain <laughs> team. It's like, oh, pick me, pick me, pick me. You're super excited, right? That's that pick me energy. Yeah. Uh, it is when you will do anything for approval. Okay. Mm. Hence the pick me approval. Right. You're, you're giving some pick-me energy, man. Just do your work. Ass-kisser might be another yeah, term. Yeah, brown-noser, yeah. maybe. Slay. Slay. You, oh, you are living your best life. You are working that outfit. You are looking good. You are on your on the game. You are on your game. Okay, Gimpy? Yeah, that's another way of saying you killed it. You did a good job. Yes. Exactly right, Slay Gimpy. Slay queen. Dead ass. <laughs> that is correct. Or true? Gimpy? Yeah, for real, for real. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> Gimpy's going dummy hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drippy. Oh, drip. Drippy. Lo- I love your clothes. Nice, nice wardrobe. Nice right, outfit. Right, right, right. Your fits on... Fl- what was that? On fleek. If you said drippy or and on- used the word wardrobe in the same <laughs> sentence... <laughs> I don't think you know what you're talking about at that point. You are dead ass trying too hard. Yeah. You dead ass got that pick me energy. That drippy looks good on you. You're giving some pick me energy. <laughs> right. For real, for real. Uh, yeah, drippy. Drippy means, uh, you know, you're looking good. You're looking slaying pretty in that fly drippy. for a white guy. There is swag and then there's drippy. Mm-hmm. You have to have swag to be drippy. But you can't be drippy without the swag. Correct. That makes no sense. You need swag. Okay. It's an abundance of swag. Okay. Bussin'. Bussin'. Oh, it's yeah. something good. This food is bussin'. Sure. Yeah, this burger is bussin'. Sounds about right. I've heard the kids say that. Yeah. Sheesh. Um, yeah, that that's right. When something's really good. Of these words that I would use, I might use simping just as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But the other, I'm, I'm never gonna. I've never said bet. I'm not gonna say bet. People mm. are texting in with Gimpy saying it's been around forever. I, as a kid of the '90s, I never heard it. That doesn't mean it wasn't a thing. Um, Riz, I definitely will not use. No. Uh, if something is good, I will probably just say good. Mm-hmm. But I did find a word that was not on the initial list that sent me down this rabbit hole that I've never heard before. Okay. That I love. Okay. And apparently, apparently, it's from RuPaul's Drag Race, the show that is apparently a huge show. Yeah. Uh, and the word is hunty. 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 The word is hunty. 
Well, I've never used hunty before. I'm, right. I've used other uh-huh. words that end in hunty, but never hunty. And something tells me it's kind of the same. Okay. It's just a cleaner way to say, uh-huh. yeah. say that. Why are you being so hunty? Uh-huh. You're such a bitch, man. Why are you being so hunty? It's a combination of the word honey. Oh, and the other. And, and Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> mm-hmm. That just like, that's an oxymoron, isn't it? It's being nice, but also it's passive aggressive. Passive aggressive yeah. BS. Uh, kid. Settle down over there. <laughs> Hi, it's me. The problem is me. Hey, 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 hey. Stop being so hunty over there on the other side of the glass. Hey, hunty. No need for all that. Yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. All right, we've got to take a break. We come back, we got tickets to Disturbed. Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Play a game. We got tickets to see David Draymond and Disturbed. They're going to be at the Paycom Center in OKC on January 27th, which is very soon. Tickets available at LiveNation.com. And we're going to play Sing Sing. Current record is... Zeros. That's right. No one can seal the deal. All across the board. So everybody's available. 918-460-KMOD. Call and decide who's going to be your clue giver. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Clint. Clint, how are you today? I'm all right. How are you? Good, buddy. Who do you want to give clues? Lindsay, Gimpy, or Corbin? Lindsay. 60 right. seconds are on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready, Clint? Yeah. All right, here we go. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, Clint. He died on my wedding day, and <laughs> people always told me, be careful what you do. Don't go around breaking young girls' hearts. Ooh. Um, you wear these, a pair of pants, girl's name. Um, uh, she was not his girl. <laughs> Come on. He gave, she gave a solid clue. Right, he on died on her birth, on her wedding day. My favorite artist. He hung up for those that aren't aware. Probably got just disconnected. Probably. Sure, yeah. I'm sure it had nothing sure. to do with your clues. <laughs> Let's try again. Okay. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Eric. What is your name? Eric. Eric. Who do you want to give clues, Eric? Uh, Everybody's available. All right. 60 seconds are on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. Uh, This is the song that plays on TV when the, uh, the ASPCA commercial and shows all the dogs. Uh, uh, arms of an angel, or just drop arms of uh, angel. Correct. Uh, this is the Australian uh, rockers. This song uh, is the name of the band. Is also uh, has to do with electricity. Um, the uh, ACDC. Yes, and the, one of their most famous song. They played. Uh, they played at football games. Lightning and uh, thunderstruck. Correct. Uh, this country blues, I don't, I don't know what that, that, I don't think that's right. I don't think she sings that. 
Um, the, the the name of the song is the um, uh, the two sisters rock group. The name of the band is in the song. When the sun goes uh, in front of the moon, or the moon goes in front of the sun, that's known as a uh, total total eclipse of the heart. Correct. Uh, this is an alternative. You have winners. You have uh, three is what we got. Eric, hang on the line. That might be good enough for the win. Okay. All right. Don't go anywhere, man. Uh, Lindsay, show that card to Gimpy, because I don't think he saw it. Uh, yeah, that's right. She didn't originally sing that. Yeah, uh, she did. That's what we got here. Looked it up in a system. Same lady. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we just never actually we Maybe know the I'm, song, but uh, we never actually knew I know the what artist's I'm th- name. I know what I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking Bonnie Raitt. Yes. Oh. You are. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I said country and blues. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh. uh, all Bonnie, right, baby. Let's get the next uh, person. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Beth. Beth, how are you today? Good. How are you? Good, Beth. Who do you want to give clues? <clears throat> Lindsay or Gimpy? Maybe Lindsay, but we're going to go with Gimpy. 60 okay. seconds are on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. You need three to win, okay? Okay. Here we go. Come on, Beth. Mm-hmm. We got this. Four to win. Three to tie. We got it. Okay, Lindsay, please start. Okay. Uh, On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair. Eagle. Yes, the name of the song. There you go. Uh, Oh, God. What is the opposite of weak? This woman has her own talk show now. She was the very first American Idol winner. Kelly Clarkson. Yes. And what's the opposite of weak? Strong. But you want to stronger. There strong you go. Enough. There you go. There you go. You got it. Oh, good God. Uh, Chrissy Teigen's old man. Um, and uh, John Legend. Yes, and it's that piano song where he's like talking all about all of me, all of there you. There you go. Jeez, Louise. Uh, the fat whale that does the Christmas song that everybody hates. Uh, what's her name? Whale. What's her name? Adele. No, sorry, the other I'm fat cool. whale. You said it. Ugh. Okay, she sings that "All I Want for Christmas Is You," but this isn't that song. This is about oh, a, a dream. Yes, this is about a dream or something you want to have happen. Uh, a, a, a sex blank. Think about thing. Um, no, no, like you have a dream of having time. S- Damn it, that's two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. I'm sorry, Beth. No, that was a tie for three. Nobody wins. Okay, have a good day. All right, see you later. Yeah, that was unfortunate. I'm sorry, Eric. It was a tie. Nobody wins. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. That's. The- <laughs> all right. The one can be ended on. Yeah. Uh, you were given all the right clues. You got to be careful with the word fat bitch. I think that, like, <laughs> you got to narrow it down maybe for it's everybody. Well, but yeah, I get what um, you're saying. Maybe yeah. Blank Island. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It, one of her more popular songs, mm-hmm. Fantasy. Yeah. From, From the early Brian 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I know Lindsay's a big fan. So, what would clue would you give? I would have just started singing it. Okay, go ahead. Oh, when you walk by every night, talking sweet and looking fine, I get kind of hectic inside. Color me oh, bad. baby. No. I'm so into you, okay. darling. All right, you all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, give me this the one I ended on. In the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey. Something uh, about the brain and the outlook of a junkie. Um, Yeah. And if you're not a winner, you are a. Apparently, to the two people that you know have played this game two weeks in a row. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely, <laughs> losers. Uh, all right, the record now. Still zeros. Take a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Man.
Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Listener emails coming up. If you need help with something, we'd be glad to assist. Or your friends. Email us, show at KMOD.com. Uh, let's see what's in Gimby's 4x4. Well, Goldman says here that the lunar mission has been scrapped. <laughs> a lunar lander mission is being scrapped after suffering a critical malfunction less than a day after launch. Astrobotic Technology was trying to become the first private company to land on the moon, but the Peregrine spacecraft was hit with propulsion issues shortly after launch um, yesterday, keeping the vehicle from charging its batteries and causing a fuel leak. Yeah, they don't know how long it's going to last. They're just going to try and get as close to the moon as possible. And then it's just going to float around in space after that? Uh, <laughs> Not like we can go back and get it, I guess. I mean, I don't think there's a net. <laughs> right. What about those dogs' ashes? Right. Oh, those people's those ashes. People's Let's go ashes, with the people first, right. Linz. <laughs> right. All that money wasted. I mean, I guess technically it's not wasted. It is in space, right? It's, so, they didn't fulfill their obligation. True that. I mean, they had plans to go to the moon, but whatever. Now, I wonder if they'll have enough to be able to, you know, shoot these weight, these uh, remains into space. Right. Right. Who knows? Do you get your money back on something like that? Do you fight to get your money? Because that was like, what, $24,000, yeah. I think is what you said? I'm sure that if you sign something, you sign something that says, eh. There's a chance. <laughs> a slight chance. Yes. Yeah. It is outer space we're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, 40 states are under blizzard, wind, snow, or flood alerts, and flight delays pile up. Over 40 states are under wind, snow, blizzard, blizzard or flood alerts as winter storms move across the country. Nine states in the plains and the west are under blizzard warnings. Uh, the storm is expected to impact Oregon, New Mexico, Idaho, Washington, Colorado, Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, and Kansas. 40 states. Dude, I'm just looking at the Once these nines, a mess. Right. We don't even have a blizzard. It's a mess. <laughs> Dude, so we're getting this today, which I think we got more than they thought we were going to get. Yeah. Right. Friday, we're supposed to get snow. Right. And now they're saying, uh, hold on, I'll, I'll tell you the exact, because I saw this this morning. I was like, Sunday even, huh? Really? Yeah. Sunday, they're calling for three and a half oh, inches, right. <laughs> which is more than y'all can handle. Trust me. <laughs> it's average. It's average <laughs> snow. <laughs> Uh, what else we got here? Hey, Pope Francis calls for global surrogacy ban. In a prepared remarks yesterday, the leader of the Catholic Church described the practice of surrogate motherhood as deplorable. He said a child should not be, quote, turned into an object of trafficking and that he considers the practice, quote, a grave violation of the dignity of the woman and the child. Frankie added that children shouldn't be the basis of a commercial contract. In 2022, Oof. Francois, that's what I'm calling him now, said that surrogacy exploits women, especially poor women, and that children are, quote, treated as commodities. I mean, all the things he's saying are not wrong. No. Right? Typically, people that do surrogacy are impoverished people, right? Right, right. Typically, the, the child is the... That's what you want. Right, right. That, so, that I get it. That makes no sense. With all that being said, have you seen somebody who uh, gets to have a child that can't have one out of surrogacy? Right. right. <sighs> makes their day, I'm sure. Makes but, their day, yes. Mm-hmm. But Frank says that, no, no, that's deplorable. 
Yeah. I don't know if the yeah. Catholic Church should be saying anything about children. Yeah. <laughs> hey, lastly here, the Cherokee Nation invests more than $20 million in infrastructure projects in 2023 and pledges $15 million for 24. The projects represent more than 63 miles throughout the reservation, including an Adair, Cherokee Craig, Delaware, Mays, Muskoga, Rogers, Sequoia, and Tulsa counties. Among 2023's projects was nearly $2 million in extensive emergency repairs along Indian Road, which crosses through Cherokee and Sequoia counties. In 2024, the Cherokee Nation Department of Transportation and Infrastructure is reporting it will complete another $15 million in road and bridge projects throughout six counties. The Cowboys are turning their attention to their wild card round opponent. Dallas will host Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers on Sunday afternoon at AT&T Stadium. The Cowboys enter the postseason as NFC East champions after ending the regular season with a 12 and 5 record. CeeDee Lamb ranked first in the NFL with 135 receptions, second with 1,700 yards, and third with 12 touchdowns. In other news, ESPN reports that cornerback Stephon Gilmore's MRI results showed no significant damage to his shoulder. The Cowboys have lost four straight to the Packers, dating back to the 2017 divisional round playoff game. And that's your Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I know everybody's worried, but I have signed up for my Peacock account so I can watch the game. Oh, good. There is an app. I know you can use it for free. I'm not jeopardizing anything. <laughs> this is too important. Head on. <laughs> Something goes awry and you don't get to watch it all whatsoever. Yeah. Mm. A lot of people are twisted up about it because it's on Peacock. Uh, and if you live in the KC metro area, they're showing the game, obviously. Um, obviously, we don't. Uh, it's five ninety nine. I spend more on that at a cup, for a couple beers at a bar, so it's fine. <laughs> so are you going to continue to use it? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. No, I will be canceling it. Uh, once I know what, when the next game's going to be on, then okay. I'm canceling it. You would think like they'd have like a 30-day trial or something like that. No, they're smart, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, we know you cheap bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Notice they always say membership's up. They don't tell you how many unsubscribes mm-hmm. there are. Good morning, Lindsay. That's true. Good morning, Corbin. Hey, put a grand in your hand beginning at 9 o'clock this morning. Rock the bank at 9. You've got nine chances to win $1,000. Uh, listen during the week, all week long, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 o'clock. Listen for the keyword. When you hear it, enter it online at KMOD.com for your chance to win. Good morning, Gimby. Good morning, Corbin. Don't forget our New Year Blood Drive. Our 15th annual New Year Blood Drive is next Thursday. Not this Thursday, but next Thursday. Hard Rock Hotel and Casino out there in Catoosa. You come out, you donate blood, score your free KMOD collectible t-shirts, and qualify for the grand prize weekend VIP passes to Rocklahoma, all from OBI and 97.5 KMOD. Listener emails. Uh, these are a chance for is a, is a chance for you to get advice. You send us a question. We read it on the air, and then uh, we chime in, you chime in. Uh, it's very easy. BMMS and whatever your advice is to the phone number 82945. 
This email says, anything I tell my wife, she tells her mom. Even when I say don't tell anyone. She says telling her mom is not a big deal because her mom isn't going to tell anyone. And she has nothing to do with it or knows anyone involved. I asked her if she told her mom everything. And she said, oh, yeah. And my best friend. Whoa. Oh, God. She says, I'm delusional to think just because you say don't tell anyone that that is what happens. So what's the grand question here? Should I tell my wife anything anymore? I guess so, yeah. Okay. Telling secrets. Do you ever say the phrase, don't tell anyone, Lindsay? Yeah. What is your expectation of that? That they're not going to tell anyone. It's going to stay between you and I. Mm. Gimpy? I try not to use the phrase, don't tell anyone, <laughs> because I know that they're going to go and tell somebody. <laughs> no matter what it is, they're at least going to tell their significant other. All right, so let's let's say I tell Corbin something in confidence, right? I am 99.999% sure you're at least going to tell your old lady, right? 100%. Absolutely. So that's my expectations. And 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 after that, well, I mean, the cat's already out of the bag. All right, you've already told one other person, you know, and then who's to say that, you know, your lady's like, oh, my God, she may not give details, Right. She may not give me. I names. have a friend. Corbin exactly. has a friend. Exactly. Yeah. So it it just goes around and around. So my expectations of telling anybody anything, it's just I know what's going to get around. So I, I try not to tell people a lot of things. Do you tell your husband things that have been told to you in secrecy, Lindsay? Uh, he doesn't like to know a lot of drama, so not a lot. <laughs> yeah, like that explains why you're wound so tight when you get in here. Right. There you go. He's got it all pent up. Yeah. So who's your person then? Uh, my best friend. So you tell your best friend? Yeah. Somebody always tells somebody. So you tell your best friend things that you're not supposed to tell other people? There's no judgment I mean, here. Yeah. Oh, there's judgment. 100%. <laughs> Unless it's, I mean, or sometimes it's not, or sometimes it is like my mom. If it's something, you know, so maybe, you have two people she doesn't you tell. know. No, it depends on who it's about or what. If it's something, you know, um, because my mom doesn't really know anyone here. So she's she's not she's 750 miles away. Who is she going to tell? Let me rephrase my question. How many people do you tell when the statement is don't tell anyone? Yeah, then it's usually no one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gimpy. Uh, me? How many people do I tell yeah. when somebody tells me not to tell yeah. anybody? That's a big fat zero. No matter what. No matter what. Even when you were married. Even when I was married, absolutely. Because here's the deal. You are trusting me with something that you can't really trust anybody else with. Mm -hmm. You came to me um, with confidence. Like, hey, I can can talk to this person and I can tell them whatever's going on and it's not going to get back around. All right. And I, even though I know that, you know, if I tell somebody something, they're going to tell somebody else, I will still... You told me something in confidence. I'm going to keep it that way. And because that stuff comes, my hope is Mm -hmm. that I can do the same thing for you. You know, I can Mm. trust you. Even though I know the hope is still there. Okay. But you trusted me. You told me something in confidence. I'm not going to tell anybody. It's nobody else's business. Somebody texted and said, easy fix. Stop telling her everything. (laughs) Another one. Personally, I'm of the opinion that if it has to do with your relationship, then they have every right to talk about it to anyone they choose. 
However, I'm also of the opinion that if you want something kept secret, then button your button your flapping yap because the loose lips sink ships. Way to ride the fence there. Right, that's right in the middle. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I'm intrigued by what Lindsay said of she has some people she tells, but if the phrase is said, don't tell anyone, you don't tell anyone. Yeah. And there's some times where you, oh, go, oh, you need I to tell someone because this could, what if someone is in trouble where. We're not talking about people, somebody's life in danger. Right? We're obviously not talking about that. Right. I, I feel it feels odd to hear you say you're not going to tell anybody because of the show, you're definitely the most gossipy. That's a true statement. I do love like entertainment gossip. I like you yeah. like gossip gossip, not no, just you, entertainment gossip. Yeah, gossip, office gossip, gossip mm-hmm. drama gossip. Mm-hmm. You love gossip. Okay, I'll take yeah, I'll take that. And there's no judgment. Right. I don't, there's nothing. People like gossip, but mm-hmm. you of the show, you wear the crown. I just assume stay away from it. As I get older, I'm like, I don't want anything to do with any of that. Yeah, but if you're going to say don't tell anyone this, then okay. That's but if fine. you don't say that, you're, you're Lucy Lip. Not to everyone, but sure. How many people? If they don't say it, how many people would you tell? Probably right, one. Here we go. 75. That's Probably. 75. I, would, I would tell my husband. Like, you won't believe this. Because I know he'd hate Strama, so he ain't telling anybody. That you know of. Right. Exactly. There's that one time you're hanging, he's hanging out at work in the break room or whatever, outside chilling, waiting for a next customer to come in. He's like, oh, my God. You know, it, it's correlation. It's like, you know, sure. somebody mentioned something, and he's like, oh, my God, yeah, my wife was just telling me the other day about one of her friends. And, again, it's like I said with Corbin's old lady, you know, may not mention names, mm-hmm. but he's still getting the story yes. out. And and some people are, are quite the sleuths. Even though you don't mention names, totally. you connect some clues together. You're like, ah, I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm, let's use me as an example. If you know anything about me, I'm super close to my wife. Mm. So you should assume that I'm telling my wife. Absolutely. And if you don't assume that and you don't know that about me, maybe you shouldn't be confiding in me. <laughs> right? And does my wife tell the people? I have no idea. I've never asked her. But I've never had things get back to me. Right. I've never been, you know, I've never been outed. Right. On something that I've told her where, you know, I'm the only person that knows. Mm -hmm. Maybe not verbally been outed, but maybe getting those looks from other people. Like, you know, they know something and you're like, you can feel that energy, right? You run into these people and it's like, you know, maybe her friend from work or her sister or something to that effect, you know, and you just kind of feel that energy like... Do you know something that if, you're not supposed to? If Gimpy tells me something mm-hmm. that has to do with his, like, a medical condition he's dealing with that's super bad, that's going to be taxing on him, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell my wife. Why? Because it's going to be super taxing on the show. Right. Mm-hmm. And me, mm-hmm. which she plays a part in. Why would I not do that? Right. If, so, if he tells me... That uh, he got with this girl and she wanted him to put butter in, his, in on her feet when they had sex. I'm 100% telling her. <laughs> Why? Because it's funny. It's funny. And I share funny things with my wife. I'm just saying, like, I can't think of a thing I wouldn't share with my wife that would be so 
bad. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If I share with her that Gimpy's going through a dramatic medical situation, she's not telling anybody. Right. Right. She knows if she wants to talk about it, we talk about it. Right. But when it comes to butter in the boots, she's telling everybody because- She may. (laughs) I can't promise you that. But I, Gimpy has confided to me on like serious things, maybe, oof, small handful, three, of times. four times mm-hmm. in the whole time that I've known him, and they were serious when he told me. Yeah. But butter in the boots type of thing, <laughs> he's told me a lot of those. His tone's just different when he shares those things. Yeah, yeah, mostly. And if I'm sharing something, you know, uh, it, it's got to be pretty important because I really don't share a whole lot for that reason. Because everything comes back around. The game of telephone gets played. Next thing you know, your whole story's misconstrued. It's, right. It's just like, you know, people ask, why are you so quiet all the time? How come you never share? That's a, that's been a big complaint in a lot of my relationships. Oh, you don't talk. You don't share how you feel. Well, you know, it's just kind of how I am. Because it backfires. It, it, absolutely it backfires. Yeah, so being vulnerable is hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get crapped on <laughs> enough times and you're like, oh, okay. Accountability's hard. I'm good. Right? I'm good. But uh, th- that's a whole. We want to talk about not sharing and why. That's a. He can write an email. But if you're telling me, I'm gonna. I also have this attitude too. If I'm telling you a secret, I don't. I honestly don't care. If I'm telling you, I've already come to terms with the idea. Other people are gonna find out. Right. right. That's just how it is. That's human nature. I think it's just reality. It's like buying something new, or cleaning my kitchen. It's only clean the moment I'm done. Mm-hmm. Right. My car's only new the moment I sign the paper. Mm-hmm. Right? So I don't get caught up on those things. Because then you get disappointed. Disappointment's not fun. And I take disappointment really hard. Like, it crushes me. Ask her. Ask her. You told her not to tell anyone. She did. So what stops her from, stops her mother from doing that? She'll tell. They'll tell. They'll all tell it'll be anarchy. (laughs) Uh, I have short-term memory loss, so I will most likely forget about it anyways. Reasonable option, don't tell her anything you don't want told to those people. Nuclear option, start a misinformation campaign, tell her things. Then after she tells people, show how it's easily disproven, making her the unreliable source. (laughs) Unreliable source? (laughs) People that gossip like crazy, Mm -hmm. unreliable source isn't a thing. Right. They just love the gossip. Mm-hmm. Uh, start going straight to her mother. The wife is going to get jealous. She's not the first source, and she might res- respect the relationship between them more. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the way I see it is, my wife and I are the same person. We're married. My friends know if you tell me something, I'm going to tell my wife. That's it. Yeah. If there are people that don't tell me things because they know I'm going to tell my wife, I'm very okay with that. All right. I think it's expected. In a, if, if, if you tell somebody and they're in a relationship with somebody, I think it's expected that they're going to share that with their significant other. My allegiance is to my wife. Mm-hmm. None y'all fools. Mm-hmm. No cap. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> nice. Right? But telling, what secrets are you telling her? Are you telling her Bob and, you know, drywall is stealing? Right. Are you telling her... uh Frank at the bar is cheating. Right. Don't tell her those things. 
pretty simple. When I have friends that are in cheating situations, I distance myself so far from them. Yeah. No one, none of that on you. Uh-uh, huh? man. Because then they start looking at you the wrong way. Hmm. It, it, right. That rolls Aren't in. Are you with him that night? It, yeah. Or? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want any of that smoke. It's like when people get fired in, at work. I evaporate. Don't be seen in the hallway. Uh-uh. I don't know what's triggering it. I don't know what's a part of it. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to play, bear witness to it. Mm-hmm. You can't be fired if you can't be found. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom call. No. <laughs> Decline. Don't like I don't have a team one. set up on my phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want none of that. <laughs> Listener email from uh, a guy who says that anything I tell my wife, she tells her mom, even when I say don't tell anyone. She says telling her mom isn't a big deal because her mom isn't going to tell anyone and she has nothing to do with it or knows anyone involved. I asked her if she told her mom everything and she said, oh, yeah, and her best friend. She says, I'm delusional to think because you say don't tell anyone that is what happens. What do you think, Lindsay? I think he should just stop telling her if it's bothering her that she's sharing the information and maybe that will stop her from sharing and he shouldn't be delusional. He trusted her. That's what you do in a marriage. You trust your partner. Well, he does. He should, but she apparently can do whatever the hell she wants. Right, <laughs> which is, is wrong. She should respect the fact that he doesn't want her to share that info. So she's the delusional one. Gimby. There's that old saying, uh, two people can only keep a secret if one of them's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and that is 100% true. Um. So easy don't tell her anything if you don't want it getting out or don't want you know mother-in-law to know or whatever the case is then don't tell her bottle that stuff up you know and that's all that there is to that i'm a big believer in people tell you who they are you just got to pay attention this isn't a new habit Mm. now it just means something to you she's been doing this as long as you've been together and do you ever benefit from the gossip like, do you find out about something okay. because she talks to the mom mm. or the best friend? Now, because the pendulum swings the other way, you can't be crying about it. Mm-hmm. Best bet, it is what it is, man. You can't deal. You can't control it. You can't figure it out. Either don't tell her. Maybe you're just being a bitch, by the way. What could you possibly be telling her that she's telling her mother mm. who birthed her, who made her to the woman she is with you, that is so bad that it's going to get you twisted up like this. What could it be? He told her about an ingrown hair. The mom came over and asked him about it. That was a text that came in. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I can't imagine. That's a weird thing to get caught up on. You've got to trust your person, and if she trusts those people, you've got to trust her that she's trusting good people. If not, you got another problem. You can always email a show at KMOD.com. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text DMMS, then what you want to say to 82945. Listener emails, you can always email us, show at KMOD.com. This email says, my mom is dating my ex-husband. I mean, I don't know for sure. To make it even worse, she lives with me and helps me with my two and four-year-old. 
She keeps telling me about this guy she's seen, and it sounds very similar to my ex-husband. Do I straight up ask her and jeopardize my child care scenario, or do I ignore it? That's fun. Yeah. It's always easy to ignore. I mean, I don't know how you would know it would be somebody you've dated based off what they said. Mm -hmm. Short of, spider has a face tattoo of a spider, and that person says, I'm dating a guy with a face tattoo of a spider. Right. And even then, you're not 100% sure. Yeah. Because, you know. Anybody could have a face tattoo of a spider. 100%. I feel like you're in the 80 percentile, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I say what? <laughs> we'll go but get into that yeah. later. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do if I, like, found out if my dad was still here and he was dating, you know, one of my exes. Oof. That definitely drives a wedge between you and your, your parents. Right. Who do you get the most mad at? Right. I think you get most mad at the parent. I mean, if it's your ex, who cares? Like, right. Yeah. But yeah, being mad at the... Oh. Even see, like, I've had friends and family members remain friends or have a relationship with exes. And even then, I think that is unacceptable. I mean, once they're out of my life, if you want to be a part of my life, I mean, you, you, should, you should just nix it all, you know? That's just my opinion. I feel like there's an unwritten rule. Right. And that is, in my group, when it ends, it ends for all of us. Mm -hmm. You don't get to continue to be friends with that person in my world. Right, right, right. Every breakup, you know, certain friends, people get certain friends in the divorce. You know? Right. And you got these friends, and I'm never going to talk to them ever again. And I got these friends, and you should never talk to them again. And that's just the way it is. We are all one happy family at one point in time, but much like a lot of disgruntled families, they separate. Yeah. And you got to deal with it. I had a good friend. I wouldn't say a good friend. I had a friend, an industry friend, mm-hmm. and he started dating my ex wife. Mm. And then we're not friends anymore, <laughs> or acquaintances, yeah. or colleagues, or any of that. Right. Like, I couldn't go work where he, he would totally stonewall. Right. Based off of that. Where I don't know if I would with him. Maybe I would. I don't know. But I'm just under the impression that when it's over, it's over. Yeah. And if it's an ex, I don't know if that rule applies anymore. I think so. I think it still applies because no, that I person. Mean, no, no, no. To the ex. Oh, okay. Like, do they have to adhere to that? It yeah. feels. <laughs> Absolutely. But your mom should adhere to that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. They should adhere to that. You know, I mean, it's like they know as your friend or the the ex, you know, that, you know, this is a person that's close to you. If they have any kind of respect for you, then they, you know, they should totally leave it alone. Be like, no, as cute as they are, or as awesome as they are, I can't do it. Especially if you're blood, like, you think we, they'd have some similarities. If it didn't work out for me, why do you think it's going to work out for you? Well, because people are different. Mm. Yeah. It's not just automatic, right? It is But also, why would you even have to entertain the idea? Yes. Uh, Just ask her. At least then you'll know. She'll probably had her eye on him since you first married the guy. Hell, if she says yes, maybe we will see you guys on the Steve Wilcox show. Is that still on? Wow, yeah. Yeah. That was the security guy from Jerry Springer, for those who don't know. Um, Asking. I don't know if that's a great idea. Why do you think they're going to be honest? 
Right. Well, if it is that person, I mean, eventually they'll find out. Will they? Wouldn't they have to? They don't have to. People live lives for long Mm -hmm. durations Mm -hmm. of time. There are people that have that have been married for many years and their partners don't know that they go get a handy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a massage. Right. <laughs> so people can leave have lies their whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think there's another alarming part in here. This is the person that's providing child care for you. Right. Oof. So in jeopardizing child care? That's a tough one. Yeah, because I bet you get a great deal. Right. Probably free, and now you. So you're like, Ugh, do I let them bang it out <laughs> so I can keep my free childcare? Oh God, feels a tad bit manipulative. Yeah, just a skosh. So now your ex is around your kids too. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. you don't, don't know. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know. When you're at work at the, you know, at the burger joint, you they may be, mm. or like. How about this? She's sharing inside information with your ex. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your ex-wife, she has a little uh, little bar. Right. And then a little bit of shardy. Right. Getting all pilled out every night. <laughs> yeah. Leaving me here stuck dealing with the kids. Now there's another one. Have a threesome. Make it awkward. Okay. No, that's not. Yes. Best advice no. ever. Uh, reasonable answer. Your mom is one person you should be able to talk to this about. It's awkward, but necessary. Nuclear answer. It mission. It's mission impossible time. You find the truth. And if she's do- doinking your ex, you got to burn the whole thing to the ground and salt the earth. <laughs> I would inquire about it in a polite way. But props to him for living most men's fantasies. Huh? The whole mother-daughter. That's a man fantasy? I know threesome's a man's fantasy. Right, right, right. But a cliche man's fantasy is to bang mom and dad? Or mom mom (laughs) and daughter? Some guys, maybe. Um, (laughs) No, I think an ultimate man's fantasy is twins. But yeah, sure, that might fit in there somewhere. A little subcategory. I like this one. Technically, it's her fault for introducing them. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, you introduced us at at your wedding. Yeah. Uh, Call me uncle, brother. Wait, so dad is actually my grandpa? <laughs> I mean, potentially, Could what be. if she gets pregnant? What if mom gets pregnant? Oh, God. Yeah. Now, now it's really Jerry Springer. I mean, if she gets pregnant, yeah. you got to go, right? <laughs> like, mom's got, somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to go. You are not living here anymore. Listener email, my mom is dating my ex-husband. I mean, I don't know for sure. To make it even worse, she lives uh, lives with me and helps me with my two- and four-year-old. She keeps telling me about this guy she's seen, and it, gets, it sounds very similar to my ex-husband. Do I straight-up ask her and jeopardize my child care or ignore it? Lindsay. I think you just have to straight-up ask. Just be blunt. Or maybe ask your ex-husband. Are you banging my mom? <laughs> yeah, what verbiage do you use? <laughs> this person you have to co-parent with. Mm-hmm. Are you... Can I ask you a question and you're going to be honest with me? Sure, I'll start now. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, are you ex- You're expecting them to be honest, but are they really going to be? 
I mean, if I was banging my ex's mom or whatever, you know, I'm probably, no. What if she says to the ex, my mom says she's seeing you. Is this true? Well, then, then he thinks Then he thinks it's okay to be honest because the mom already told. Okay. And then he's either going to say, yeah, or he's going to go, hell no, I'm not seeing your mom. Could still lie, but yeah. Right. That seems awfully manipulative. Oh, I, think well. we, I, I think we've entered that territory a while ago, yeah. right? All right. Uh, what do you think, Gibby? I, if it, some people just can't come out and be blunt about it. Hey, are you banging my mom? Or hey, are you banging my ex? Hey, mom, are you banging my ex? So why don't you tell your mom, hey, you know, you've been talking about this guy a lot lately. Why don't you, uh, why don't you invite him over for dinner and see how that pans out? And if she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Then you'd be like, why? Why not? Why not? What's the big deal? Why can't I meet this new guy? I mean, you're happy. I want to see who's making my mama happy. Why can't we? Not? I mean, we can go out to eat. Doesn't have to come over here. Also feels manipulative, but yes. Yeah. Well, like it's you said, we've blind. already entered that wet realm, you know? But uh, hey, at least that way you can at least get somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think I like, I like the idea of making her say it. Mm hmm. So I would just go with, I know. Oh, God. <laughs> Is there something you want to tell me? Yeah. Because <laughs> I know. Why don't you just say it so we can get this over with? Mm. All right, fine. I ate the last of the cookies. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or did my ex-husband. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, somebody's eating cookies. And by the way, you will no longer be watching my children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got to get those. You got to get those pawn, those chess pieces moved around the board first. <laughs> Don't play defense. Play offense. Crazy. All right, we got to take a break. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Nine one eight four six zero K M O D. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say two eight two nine four five. You know, I was uh, thinking that um, with the situation that happened with Michigan last night and they won and the whole, are they going to get in trouble? Did they break the law? You can't take away a national title that doesn't exist and now it exists. Mm -hmm. Right. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Maybe they did something wrong. Maybe they didn't. I have no idea. That's up to someone else. But I thought Harborough handed himself pretty well because he kept getting asked um, about what it was going to, what the, you know, the next, you know, future looks like. Will he go somewhere? And he was like, can a guy just enjoy the moment? For real. We got to know now. What's your plan, yeah. sir? And then he went on to say this, which is super interesting. And he's like, my dad won a national championship. My brother won a Super Bowl. And now I have a seat at the table. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> zoinks! Yeah. I finally accepted. Yeah, I'm accepted. <laughs> dad finally <laughs> loves me. Yeah, my dad oh, finally loves me. Oh, right? God. That's all I read in that. I don't know if that's what happened, but that's what I read through the the tea leaves when he said that. I was like, ooh. I'll finally, hang up my stocking. Right. I'll, <laughs> I'll finally be allowed to sit at the table. Oh God, man. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, listen, this room's for, you know, winners. Right. Yeah. Damn, took you long enough, uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> You've been a coach for how long? 
Would you? Yeah, but you had to steal signs to win. (laughs) Tamper with grades. Right. We'll let you in the same room. Brother's gonna say, yeah, cheat to do it. Pete Carroll is planning on returning to the Seahawks next season. Carroll's current contract runs through the 2025 season, and he is the oldest coach in the NFL at 72 years old. The Seahawks just missed the playoffs this season and have only missed the postseason four times in 14 seasons under Carroll. The longtime head coach was hired by the Seahawks in 2010 and helped the team win Super Bowl 48. The Giants will have to start looking for a new defensive coordinator this offseason. According to ESPN, Wink Martindale is expected to resign as the Giants defensive coordinator. Martindale and head coach Brian Dable were reportedly in a bad place during the season. The G-Men also fired special teams coordinator Thomas McGowie, outside linebackers coach Drew Wilkins, and his brother Kevin Wilkins on Monday. The Giants' defense ranked 27th overall this past season, but tied for the NFL lead with 31 takeaways. New York finished the year 6-11. and The Dolphins are dealing with a number of injuries. Head coach Mike McDaniel announced Monday that they will be without several defensive starters for Saturday's AFC wildcard game against the Chiefs. Linebackers Andrew Van Ginkle and Jerome Baker will miss the remainder of the postseason after suffering foot and wrist injuries in Sunday's loss to the Bills. Cornerback uh, Xavier Howard is also not expected to play against the Chiefs. Oh, <laughs> uh, t- Good. Yeah. Tampa Bay Rays player accused of sex with a minor is now out of jail on bond in the Dominican Republic. Reports say Wander Franco has put up $34,000 bond and has to check in every 30 days. He's accused of a wrongful relationship with a 14-year-old girl and a paying off the victim's mom. The Rays shortstop has been off the field since the team in Major League Baseball placed him on leave back in August. And the college football playoff is in advanced talks to stay on ESPN. The network reported on Monday that both sides are in negotiations to make the four-letter as the sole rights holder for the event over the next eight years. ESPN is considering paying approximately $1.3 billion for the extension, which would begin during the 2026 season. The current 12-year contract expires after 2025. FBS commissioners had proposed a different agreement, which would include several broadcast partners in a model similar to what the NFL has. And the Broncos are making some roster moves. Denver announced it signed running back Tyler Batty, quarterback Ben Danucci, wide receiver Philip Dorsett, defensive tackle Jordan Jackson, tackle Demontre Jacobs, defensive back Devon Key, linebacker Darrell Nachami, outside linebacker, Ronnie Perkins, offensive lineman, Will Sherman, wide receiver, David Sills, defensive back, Kadron Smith, and cornerback Reese Taylor to future contracts. All 12 players were part of the Broncos practice squad. Denver slated to have the 12th overall pick in the 2024 NFL draft. And they're uh, has been a major shakeup in the top three of the latest college basketball coaches poll. Purdue is once again leading the nation after receiving 21st first place votes. The Boilermakers are followed by Houston, which is up one spot, and Kansas, which dropped one spot in the rankings. UConn, Tennessee, once again round out the remainder of the top five. 
Auburn and San Diego State are among the biggest risers in this week's poll. The Tigers are up eight spots to 16, and the Aztecs are up to 19 after not being included in last week's top 25. Uh, and that is your Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Lindsay and Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text EMMS. And then what you want to say to 82945. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Corbin. Happy 27th porn star birthday to Giat Kaylee Gunner. She shows it off in Double the Pleasure, too. I prefer all girl quickies, and these sexy boobs need attention. Good morning, Gimpy. Good. Wow. Yeah, she's a hottie. Oh, show. Uh, good morning, Corbin. Here in a little bit, you get your first chance to rock the bank and earn $1,000. And then you get uh, eight other chances throughout the day after that. Just listen for the keyword and then plug it in at the website that rocks. KMOD.com. Let's go ahead and do to tell the truth. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text if you want, BMMS and whatever that is, 28245. Uh, what? Is a scam to you an obvious scam to you that others seem unaware of? What's a scam that's obvious to you that others seem unaware of? I'll go first. Essential oils. Okay. It's a scam. You don't think they work or they sm- no, they work and smell good. Yeah. Right. But do they heal you? Oh. There are people that Subscribe, mm-hmm. sell, and they don't sell them because they smell. Mm-hmm. They sell them because you do certain drops, you put them in your tea, your water, you drink, whatever. So, I do have a sinus stick that has like peppermint and okay. like a menthol type of thing. Yes, yeah. yes. And I will use that if I have a cold. I think it's probably no different from using like Vicks Vapor Rub when you have a cold to open up the sinuses. I'll use that. feel like it works. It helps. Definitely helps. I'm not saying it's a cure-all, but it does open up my sinus passages. I feel like helps me to breathe, and that is made from essential oils. But it's not essential oil. No, just made from essential oils. Okay. Yeah. What's yours? Uh, mine would definitely be the... Uh, uh, the on Facebook, you see them all the time. The first person to respond, I'll hook you up with, I'll send you, I'm paying $500 to whoever, no one solved this this puzzle yet. I'll hook you up. And then you click on it, and it's definitely a, like a Ponzi scheme. I've not seen those. actual scam. Yeah, that is an actual scam. Totally. Okay. But they're, Gimpy. they're getting people. And it's like, send me your cash app. It's ridiculous. Okay. Gimpy? Crystals. <laughs> Magical healing rocks. It's right along the lines with Corbin's essential oils. And we know somebody here who was huge into crystals. Yeah. And they rub on them and they, they give them to other people. Like, this is going to help you 
deal with whatever your anxiety your angina whatever it is you know and i'm like it's a rock there's no magical power in this at all whatsoever, but if it makes you feel good, much like the oils, if it makes you feel good, go for it. It's your life, not mine. I don't know if that's more of like like hope. Same thing with the essential oils. No, people, like people think there's medicinal backup right, science right. to essential oils. There's no backup science to crystals. Uh, some hippie BS, I'm is it, sure. Is it any different from someone wearing a cross around their neck, thinking that it keeps them safe or protected, or wearing that? I sure, I, it's probably about one and the same. Um, I mean, I think it's it is different because one is based on uh, spirituality and evangelicalism. You know mm. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the Bible. One is not. Right. So I don't think it's the same mm-hmm. at all. Uh, if you had a pet parrot, what would you teach it to say? Lindsay. Oh, cuss words. Okay. <laughs> Gimpy. You know that song? You're the best around. Oh, I'm karate kid. Nothing ever gonna let you down. Yeah. I would teach it to say, you get out now. You eat too much food. <laughs> You've been here for an hour. <laughs> or or five hundred dollar. Right. Right. All right. You want five hundred dollar? Five hundred dollars. <laughs> I always thought it would be cool to have a pet parrot. They're expensive though. And they live forever. And they're incredibly filthy. Yes, that is true. And they smell horrendous. You had, did you have one growing up? I had, oh yeah, I've had many birds growing up. I had a uh, green parrot. Uh, We had cockatoos. We had cockatiels. Um, Yeah, that's about about the gist of it right there. Are they smelly? Not really. Only like any other animal when you don't clean their cage or kennel or living space then yeah but essentially on the on on the surface not so bad but on a you have to clean a bird cage every day yes not every day well, at least once a week like you would a cat box or something to that effect and is it basically just removing like the newspapers on the bottom of the cage if and, you use newspapers or what, yeah. yeah i now the reason why i don't want cats like the idea that you're leaving feces laying around <laughs> for a week is just insanity it's an enclosed box some of them have a flap on them it's yeah, the yeah. ones that aren't enclosed that I'm like, that's gross. That's just a tray of crap. We flush ours. We literally <laughs> seal it underwater and right. then flush it away. But a cat, we're like, it's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll smell flowers, quote unquote. Right, right. You kick the dog for crapping on the floor. But with the cat, it's like, yeah, it's in a box in the kitchen. It's okay. <laughs> I wonder if after um, Meet the Fockers came out, when he taught, he potty trained his cat. To use the toilet? Well, he didn't really. That was I a movie. I know that. I know. But I wonder if there was actually anyone that actually tried to do that. Of course people have tried. I think there's been like one, like people have said that that's happened. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know if the cats do what they want. It would be amazing to be successful at that. Uh, is it weird to cook bacon, then put the grease into peanut butter along with the bacon itself? Follow-up question. Is it weird to snack... Is it, weird, is it a weird snack that you like the most? What is a weird snack you like the most? So, two questions. Is it weird to cook bacon, then put the grease into peanut butter along with the bacon itself? 
And what is your weird snack? Lindsay. I don't think that's weird. It actually sounds interesting because I'm people like there's a lot of different peanut butter, bacon and different concoctions like that, so I don't think that's weird. Um, a weird snack that I like, something I used to make as a kid. I haven't made it in a long time, but frozen like Eggo waffles. I would do peanut butter on those and then syrup on top. Is that weird? Some people found it weird. Huh, okay. Gimby? Uh, yes, definitely weird to put your bacon grease and bacon inside the peanut butter. What if I don't want a peanut butter bacon jelly sandwich? I just want peanut butter bacon grease. Right. Yeah. Right. I just want a peanut butter and jelly. So now I've got peanut butter and bacon and grease, you know, to mix in with my grape or strawberry jam. I'm good on all that. No, thank you very much. Keep them separated. If you want to mix your peanut butter and your bacon, do that in another container. Don't mix them together. Right. Do you write separately like, hey, this has grease in it? Right. Right. Uh, so far as a weird snack, I don't think it's that weird, but I mean, some people might think it's weird. Hard-boiled eggs, man. I love me some hard-boiled huh. eggs. People think that's weird. I feel like that's pretty common. Yeah. Just a snack on, like, you yeah. know, if you're making deviled eggs or whatever, or, you, you know, your tuna fish sandwich, you know, or egg salad sandwich, something to that effect. But just be like, you know what? I'm going to boil up a couple of eggs and just salt and pepper and eat them like that. Yeah, I think that's pretty common. Yeah, maybe so. Do you salt and pepper your hard-boiled eggs? Yes. I think you just said that. Oh, yes. Anything else like sriracha on? I like to put sriracha on. No. Mm. Salt and pepper. Try uh, sriracha sometime. Uh, yes, I think it's weird to add grease to peanut butter. Maybe if you're grinding your own peanut butter. Maybe. Okay. But overall, I, I, I think that's pretty weird. Um... It's a lot of grease that feels not healthy. Yeah, yeah. Peanut butter's already got a little oil in it anyway. Yeah. I'm all for, like, cooking bacon and then using the grease to, like, saute onions and do what. I'm all bored mm-hmm. for all that. But then to add it to peanut butter, it feels like a little over the top. Maybe it is the natural peanut butter that they're using. And then, um, as far as weird snack, I like, um, I like sour cream and Cheetos. Okay. I like... Uh, French fries and mustard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you ever put seasoned salt in your sour cream? No. Okay. I did that once and never did it again because my husband made fun of me, so I guess that was a weird snack. He made fun of you, and that yes. was enough for you, even though yes. you liked it. Okay. Um, Ticketmaster. All these fees are really stupid and not needed. Mm-hmm. LOL. Sure. Yeah, that's not a scam, though. That's them just trying to make more money. Yeah, I don't know. How would it not be? How would it be a scam? Mm -hmm. Exactly. You have to. That's the only way to go to the show. Right. Do you think it's okay for a 30-year-old to play video games? (laughs) Lindsay. Yes. We all got to have something, right? I mean, I'm 42 and I'll play video games. Yeah, but when you have kids and you play them with your kids, I think that's a little different. I don't think that's what they're implying. I'll play them without them. I mean, even before I had kids, I played video games. My uh, my husband, when we first got together, I don't think you were dating, thirty when you had kids. No, 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 no. I was twenty-eight <laughs> and then thirty-two. But even when Kevin and I first got together and moved in together before we were married, he couldn't have 
a video. We had to get rid of our video gaming system because he would play too often. He knew. He was like, I can't do this. I will sit here and do nothing else. So, Are you changing your answer? No. Oh. No. But he'll play now with the kids. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Okay. Gimpy? That's perfectly fine for a 30-year-old or a 43-year-old <laughs> or whatever. You know? it's. Think of it like this. They could be smoking crack instead. Just going to say, that's my go-to line. At least I'm not smoking crack. Right. Right? You sure spend a lot of time at jiu-jitsu. You sure read a lot. It ain't crack. Right. So, uh, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But if, like anything, if it is interfering with your job, Mm -hmm. like you won't go to work because you got to finish this level, or you are ignoring, uh, you know, eating and, you know, you've decided to put a five-gallon bucket next to you, I think that... (laughs) I think you may need to, you know, reevaluate some things. Uh, what new movie or show are you looking forward to do this year? We got asked this question, I think, last week. And I went down a rabbit hole after that question, so I can answer this now. But I don't know if Lindsay's got something. Yeah, I watched mine. I was looking forward to The Curious Case of Natalia Barnett, and I finished it yesterday. And holy mother, it is shocking, mind-blowing. You watch the first season and you're completely on the Barnett side and then you watch the second season. and you're Episodes? Not- yes. Not yeah. seasons, episodes. Right. Well, there's two seasons and there's like six episodes in the first season and then... So there is season. Okay. Yeah. And then on in the second season you're completely on Natalia's side and then at the end of the season two they, they drop this bomb. Which is... Where the family, where you finally find, she's finally found a family who loves her and she's happy. They call the producers of of HBO and they're like, she's gone crazy. She's a completely different person and we're done with her. So now you're like, what the hell? You mean they teased a season three? Right. Weird. Yeah. So it it was awesome. Gimpy? Still waiting for the beekeeper to come out on demand. That's the one new Jason Statham movie. Looks uh, pretty badass. There's a movie coming out with Jesse uh, Plemons, Plemons, um, and some other actors, uh, and he's awesome. He was in um, Killers of the Flower Moon. He's the cop in the Game Night movie okay. with Jason Bateman. He's a fantastic actor. And there's a movie coming out called Civil War, and I challenge you to go watch the trailer. Mm. It looks spectacular. It is alluding to a civil war happening in America. And the like when the trailer there's a scene where Jesse Plemons' character has a gun and they're like, Stop, stop, we're American. And he goes, What kind? All right. Oh. And you're yeah. like, ouch. Yeah, it's like based Yikes. in modern times. Right? Yes. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. That does look pretty good. Yeah. Mm. And I I'm whatever he's in, I mean I'm here for. He's a he's a phenomenal actor. Hell yeah. Um if you could be best friends with a character in any animated show, which would you choose? Lindsay? Animated show. Hmm. I would have to say probably, I don't watch a lot of animated television. I'll go with Lois Griffin. She's fun. Why not? Okay. Gimpy? Animaniacs. Gecko, Wacko, and Dot. Iron Man. Fair. He's rich. He's very generous. He's constantly giving Team Spidey things. Right, right. Uh, 
If there was a race across the country and you could pick one character and car from a movie or show, who are you picking as your driver and which vehicle? Batman. There was a race across the country and you could pick one character and car from a movie or show. Who are you picking as your driver and which vehicle? Batman in the Batmobile. Get there the fastest and the safest. Hey, Gimpy. Oh, what was that uh, car from the Munsters? What was that, Dragula? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's the car we're taking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm picking the General Lee, and I'll go with uh, Bo Duke. Okay. And they knew how to deal with the out the back roads. Why? And did you see how good they were good at getting away from the police? Mm, that is true. <laughs> Duke Bowers look like they got themselves in a bit of trouble. Hey, got just got you a thing for blondes, huh? <laughs> 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 yes. I figure at least take Daisy with you, man. She, but... uh, she I don't want a Jeep. <laughs> you still take the General Lee. She's just the driver. Not as, Have you ever watched those episodes? Do you realize how much slower? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, peanut butter with bacon in it. Not weird. Peanut butter and bacon and bacon grease in it. I can hear your arteries hardening, hardening from here. Mm-hmm. Mustard on hard-boiled eggs. Yeah. Uh, what is the most boring sport? What is the most boring sport, Lindsay? Probably golf. Can't watch that one. You definitely can't play it, so. Okay. Yimby? Synchronized swimming. I don't know. I watch it, and the, they hold their breath so long. You're like, damn. The only reason I watch it is for the potential nip slip. Yeah. How many times does that happen? <laughs> A few. Yeah. Uh, chess. Oh. I don't know, man. Scandals are rocking the chess industry lately. No, that's Chinese chess, yeah. right? That's something different, apparently. Yeah, chess. I've I've watched golf and been like, whoa! Yeah. I've never watched chess and been like, oh! <laughs> uh, fries and McDonald's hot mustard is legit, and a weird snack is ice cream between waffles. I don't think that's weird. Mm-hmm. Sweets and sweets isn't weird. If you were chosen for Naked and Afraid, what one item would you choose to take with you? Lindsay. I think I would have to take a uh, a mosquito net. Because you can use it to protect yourself from the bugs and the elements, but also catch fish with one. Gimby. A pot. I think they give them a pot now. Yeah. Do they? See, I don't know. I don't watch the show, so I have no idea. A what pot and a... F- do they still give them a flint? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that makes perfect good sense. Then. Yeah. If that's the case, then a, uh, a machete. A machete. So you can cut down trees for firewood, for shelter, in the event that you end up catching fish or some kind of animal. You can carve it up. Yeah. You know, and still be able to eat it. Not just shove a stick through its, you know, body. Yeah, I think, I think the... Um, the fish, or the 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 net is a good idea. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. I was going to pick that. Uh, I think the machete is a good call, but to pick something different, I'm going to go with a canvas tarp. Okay. The elements is what most of the time takes people out of that game. That whether sense. it's bugs, mm-hmm. whether it's weather, you can wrap yourself up in it for yeah. warmth. You're right. You can get away from the rain. The number of times you've seen people just submit to the elements and go crazy is yeah. is literally the culprit. You can be pe- watching. I love that show because you see people, you know, strut 
Like, ah, oh, I'm an outdoorsman. Mm-hmm. I teach an outdoors class. Right. First night of rain, they're like, yeah, where's your training? I don't care how good of a fire you can build. I don't care that you can make one of those fishing traps that looks like a cone. Right. Can you deal with the elements and the mental ass kicking you're about to get? Yeah, that's awesome. All right, we got to take a break and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Bad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. It's a new year, new you. These are the best jobs in America, according to U.S. News and World Report. So this is the uh, best jobs, uh, highest paying jobs without a degree. Hmm. Best high paying jobs without a degree. Number five, sound engineering technician. Okay. Sound engineering technician. I'm thinking like concerts and stuff like that, yeah. maybe even. Yeah, during okay. a recording or like uh, live audio, okay. adjusting sources, mixing, things like that. You would still, you may not need a degree, but you definitely need an apprenticeship. Yeah. Number four, sales representative. <laughs> yeah, you can make a lot of money in sales. The sales sucks. I think it depends on what kind of sales. Really? Yeah, I think if you are slinging phone books, okay, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Ginsu knives, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I think if you're selling Hilti tools to construction sites, I don't think that sucks. Right. Like I said, you can make a lot of money in it, but outside of the money factor there, it sucks. It's never good enough. You know, they give you a quota. All right, you made that. Now we're going to double it. We're going to triple it. It's never good enough. It's too much pressure that goes with it. I've sold everything from carpet cleaning to knives, you know, to parts for cars. And, and, and I did that a lot before I got here. And it's, uh, yeah, that's just my opinion, though. Yeah, dealing with the public, 100%. Fair. Doing door to door, 100%. Business to business, there's some. Guaranteed, they're spending money. You know they're spending money. Right, right. There is uh, at five o'clock, it's over kind of thing, mm-hmm. at least to a degree. Mm-hmm. To me, that shaves it off a little bit better. Car sales, incredibly difficult, mm-hmm. incredibly ridiculous. Right, right. Everybody thinks they know how the system works. <laughs> uh, number three, flight attendant. That sounds like it could be a lot of fun. I don't know. The I travel. Th- the travel would be fun. Yeah. Dealing with people who think they're better than you because they're in a plane. I don't know if that sounds awesome. We're all in a plane, Larry. Right. <laughs> that bit ran where we talked about and whether they're service industry or not. Right. And the idea that, yeah, you got to deal with people mm-hmm. and people being really rude and entitled. Mm-hmm. Right. I love watching those TikToks of flight attendants sharing a day in the life of being a flight attendant and what people say to them and you're like damn yeah right, right when they're having a bad day yeah passengers yeah not even having a bad day they're just doing their job and people are just rude all the time right. over little things uh patrol officer okay. i say this with the most i have some friends that are patrol absolutely not yeah i don't want to be a police officer that is not an easy job 
on multiple levels. Go to work and not sure if you're going to come home or not? Of course, right? That being the main one? Of course. I'm thinking more about, like, watching. The, there's that guy on TikTok that pulls people over for speeding. Yeah. And uh, Fridays with Frank, okay. I think is what it's called. It's awesome. And people are just rude. Yeah. And they broke the law. Yeah. I was ta- listening to some of my friends uh, yesterday at Jiu-Jitsu, and they were talking about they pull people over, and then, and then like, they do, and they just take off while they're talking to them, just being rude. Mm. The, the traumatic things you see, you don't really want to see. Right. You don't sign up to be a police officer to see a kid abused. No. no. You know what I'm saying? Or in a car wreck. Mm-hmm. That's the part that you're like, yeah, hard pass. Good, 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 good. And number one, executive assistant. Okay. Uh, How does one go about being an assistant to an executive? Apply. Figure. Figures, much like every other job. Yeah. Yeah. But you think like... What you got a good assistant, they're not going to come off of them anytime soon unless they die or steal money from them. I mean, I think a lot of people worked up through being assistant, especially in like at talent agencies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you got to be willing to be treated like garbage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not all, but in most cases, you are the low person on the pole. Mm-hmm. Right. The right. Aaron runner and yeah. just everything. You're doing it all. Wow. Look at that. For little. Probably. There's a hundred job, hundred jobs popped up just in Tulsa for executive assistance. Well, you got to be careful because that's loose, right? Right. You you think um, what's that movie with Anne Hathaway and Emily Blunt? The Devil Wears Prada. Yes, oh, okay. everybody thinks it's that. Okay. Not all of them are that. Right. Right. Sometimes it's just answering phones. More like right. working girl. Sure. Yeah. The the spectrum of movie references you just gave is very wide. <laughs> Um, best jobs without a degree, a flight attendant, wind turbine technician. Okay. <laughs> Not something you think about getting into, but makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to climb up into those things. Bro, some of these, I know a couple of tower workers, right? And they get up there high, high, high and take pictures down below. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm not afraid of heights. I am very well aware of how high I am when I get up there. I just don't want to be two, three miles in the air. I'm good. You know how um, um, roughnecks are a different breed? Yeah. Tower workers, different breed. For sure. Uh, Electrician, one of the best jobs without a degree. Okay. Community health worker. Okay. And number one, best jobs without a degree, a hearing aid specialist. (laughs) All right. People are always going to go, you know, lose their hearing. Right. (laughs) And they're so grateful to be hearing again. So it would probably feel very rewarding. I see it. Be a very fulfilling job. An electrician, sure. People like their power on. In a lot of instances with an electrician, you may not really interact with people. Right. Right, especially if you're doing you know new home stuff mm-hmm. or commercial stuff. Yeah. Uh, overall, best jobs in America. Number five is a physician assistant. OPA, huh? Okay. Well, they charge you doctor prices without seeing a doctor. Right. <laughs> and some of this is a little bit misleading. You might not have to have a degree, but a lot of these are you got to get certified. I didn't say that. I said these are the overall best jobs in America. Right. Oh, I thought you said without a degree. It started off without a degree. Yeah. I think we Highest paying jobs without a degree, best jobs without a degree. Mm. And then this is overall best jobs in America. IT manager, number four. Okay. Number three, software developer. Number two, financial manager. I do that at home. Why do I want to go to work and do that? 
And number one, a nurse practitioner. Again, I'd like to be able to charge for a hired fee. Mm-hmm. Of those, which job do you want, Lindsay? Hmm. I think it would be, honestly, it'd be cool to be an electrician because, and I could just, the DIY projects would be awesome. Yeah, but I think that's like being a chef and then you come home and you don't want to cook. Right. True. Then you get all your other friends calling you up, hey man, can you take a look at this light switch for me? Yeah. Can you rewire my house for me? I think it would be really good money. Okay. Gimpy? Going with the sound technician engineer. Yeah. Working concerts and you know, audio recording stuff like that. I've always been big in that sort of thing. So yeah, that'd be the best for me. Uh flight attendant all day. Okay. Get to travel? Yeah. Come back? Right? I'm sure it would get tiring though, living in and out of the airports all oh, yeah. the time. You know. But hey, you could say I went to Greece today or I went to Japan. Yeah. You know? I flew to Bali. Or Greensboro. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Hmm. I went to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's that place in Mississippi where all the casinos are that everybody talks about? Biloxi. No, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, ah. Hey, listen, you got to work your way through. You got to earn your keep. And right. don't just hand those gigs out. Right. Not right. everybody just jumps right aboard and gets international traveling. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to do the little puddle jumpers from one state to the next. Right, just do a couple puddle jumpers earn my key. <laughs> Catch me if you can. Uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. Yeah. Tulsa's Morning Show, the Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KM. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Don't forget our New Year Blood Drive is going on Thursday, January 18th at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Donate blood, score a free KMOD collectible t-shirt, and qualify to win a pair of VIP Weekend Rocklahoma tickets from OBI and 97.5 KMOD. Lindsay, what'd you learn today? I learned that it's peanut butter bacon time, peanut butter bacon time. And I also learned that the Pope is against carrying a child for another person. It's weird that he didn't say anything about touching them. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Well, I definitely learned not to fly British Airways, that's for sure. And I also learned when it comes to secrets, treat them like your emotions, bottle them up, and keep them to yourself. I learned when the man was interviewed about hitting his wife uh, with a hammer and killing her, he said he nailed it. And I also learned that it doesn't matter uh, how many times you go on vacation. The idea of getting sucked off an airplane is not exactly what you had in mind. It's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. It's Lindsay. Stop tracking my cycle. This is Gimpy. And I'm sorry. Far too kind. Ready? Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Your password. Corbin. New messages. The 
Sweet Mad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. Douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. We tried, boys. We got a lot of other things like people having questions for us that I wanted to hit. Yeah. Would you rather only have cold showers forever or no AC? Oh. Cold showers forever or no AC? I do not like cold showers. I do love me some AC, but I think I'd have to do do without it. So no AC? No AC. I got fans. Fan, right? Only yeah. fans. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gimby? I'm all about the uh, no cold showers as well. Because here's the deal, man. A cold shower in the wintertime fucking sucks. No doubt. Right? You could use that warm shower to warm up if you're cold. Yeah. When it comes to no AC, yeah, you're going to be hot, sweaty. Them motherfuckers did it in the 1800s, 1900s. You know, they also didn't time. have hot water. Well, you know, you're right. They, they, <laughs> no, they did. They just boiled it. They didn't have, you know, turn the tap on. Yeah. You know, you'd have to boil it up and put it into your cast iron fucking tub. But, yeah, definitely, I'll, I'll go without the AC. No, I'll take cold showers. It's fine. Oh. It's not that big a deal. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell of it is. It's it hits you. You fucking wow. Yeah, that's it's, cold. It doesn't it doesn't say ice bath. Then it's not like you know. I mean, I guess you could get used to it. I don't know. When it comes to cold showers, I'm not in long enough to fucking get used to it. I'm out. Yeah, I'm yeah. Out. Once a week, I do a cold shower. Really? Yes. Okay. I don't want to know why. To remind me that it can all go away. <laughs> Stay humble. Then when it happens, yeah. I park far away for a reason. <laughs> right. I don't deserve to be in the front row. (laughs) (laughs) Convenient. Right. Especially Uh, yesterday when it was raining balls mm -hmm. when we left. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't see what the big deal is. It's just water. Yeah. Right. You're not going to float away, Cold, hard water. (laughs) It's just cold water. Mm -hmm. It's not a big deal. I didn't want to shrink. (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 uh, I have a coat on. Right. Yeah. It's not that far. I'm, I'm still searching my for my goddamn umbrella. Oh, no. Motherfucker. And I think there's something nice about when it's raining, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't hate rain. I don't hate the rain. Out of all the weather elements, no, rain's not the best. That's not the worst. No. Snow and ice, for sure. Especially when you break ice. Your, ice, ice, is the worst. ice, hundred yeah. percent. Snow it can be beautiful. Can yeah. be. It can be. I mean, it's still cold, and if you're out in it, you know, you have frostbite and shit like that, you know. But, but yeah, ice is definitely probably the worst. I actually prefer driving in snow than rain. Yeah. Yes. Why? I get on hydroplane in snow. No, you just slide. That is true. Uh, if, if you know how to drive in it. <laughs> you know how to drive how in people? rain. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you think you know how to ride in it? I mean, growing up up in the north, yeah. I mean, it was used to it. It's not osmosis. It. Used to it, yes, but it's not yeah. osmosis. Mm. Right. It's true. 
It's like having a four-wheel drive truck and going, I know how to ride in it. Mm-hmm. No, nope. oh, God, right. And no. they go blazing through whatever, speeding. And think, ah, I got four-wheel drive. It's okay. It's not I, okay. I would say snow is, is, I feel safer riding in the snow. Only because everybody's already, like, Slowly on their down. guard. Right. Yeah. Water, people treat it like they're underwear what hydroplaning is in a lot of instances. Right. Absolutely. So. That's fair. I feel more confident in snow, mm-hmm. riding in snow. Mm-hmm. Because I grew up riding in it, so I, kn- I feel familiar with it. Right. That's more fun, too. Find you an empty parking lot. Start doing donuts. You can't do that in the rain. <laughs> you can. You just got to have bald tires. True that. True that. Yeah. Is that good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I we can, can't. We can I hear can't, you doing that on the sorry. air. I can't stand when I cannot stand when my windshield wipers have to go 100 miles an hour during hard rain. Right. Oh, and it's the like, puddles, and when you drive, th- or when someone's driving past, and they... Splash it all over your car, especially the semis. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the snow any day. Uh, would you rather be homeless or live in a hidden secret bunker in another person's house, like in the movie Parasite? I've never seen that movie before, but okay. Was that the film with John Goodman? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Parasite, No. This looks like a greed and class discrimination threaten the newly formed symbolic relationship between the wealthy Park family and the destitute Kim clan. Okay. Never seen it. Is that, have you seen it, Lindsay? No? This is no. a South Korean movie. No. Oh, well, that, yeah. Okay. Whatever that means. So, Lindsay. Uh, homeless or live in a hidden secret bunker in another person's house? Yeah, I guess Homeless. Gimpy, I'm living in a secret bunker in somebody else's house. Because why? Then I won't be homeless. I just be living in somebody else's house. Yeah. You know, granted, you have to get a little sneaky from time to time. You know, when it comes to getting food, whatever. You know, but we've talked about that before, where people, uh, what is they called, frogging or some shit like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, when uh, they be living in somebody else, and they what they go to work, and then they come down. Use the bathroom and eat and blah blah blah. It'll be a little bit more sneakier, but you know what? It sure beats fucking sleeping under a bridge and <laughs> fucking weather like this. True. I have two phrases: it's too hot to be homeless and it's too cold to be homeless. But there are shelters. That That's get a misconception. Yeah. Or or assaults happen mm-hmm. and you can't take your stuff in, mm-hmm. so you have to leave it outside and someone takes it. Yeah. Give me a secret bunker in somebody else's house. Shelters aren't homeless. Shelters aren't great. Mm-mm. No, because they don't accommodate homeless people. Ironically, who do they accommodate then? People with no possessions that have nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I said, if you're a homeless person, you have your stuff or you have a pet. Most of the time, you can't come in. True. So then, what do you do with your stuff? Stay outside. Yeah. Hope somebody doesn't steal it. Totally getting stolen. Mm-hmm. How about you? Uh, I think we know, but... <laughs> one has autonomy. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of autonomy. Mm-hmm. If, you li- if you are in someone's house, you can only leave and do things at certain times. The idea is to go undetected. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go homeless? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, you can find warmth. It won't be fun. Mm-hmm. And do I get to decide where I'm going to be homeless? Maybe. Yeah, I ain't picking here. <laughs> sure. You can be homeless in Hawaii. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll just assume that it's just right where we're at. Or I'd pick, like, even Arizona. Mm-hmm. 
right? But, is it hot? Yes, but you can find shade. Right, mm-hmm. right, but you forget about it. Yeah, it's it's hot in the sunshine, but when the sun goes down in the overnights, it's below it's cold, freezing, yeah. you know? Right. And, 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 and it's not so much like, you know, when I'm awake that I'm worried about. I figure shit out while I'm awake. It's when I'm sleeping. Sleeping in the cold, sleeping in. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you can find something. You could you could line your clothes with newspapers, you know, and stay warm one way or another, or go find a barn somewhere until the fucking. But if you're gonna go fucking find somebody's barn and live in the hayloft, you might as well just be living in a sick bunker inside their house. The average night temperature varies between 45 and 83 degrees. The the record low 16. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Compared to here, compared to this, compared to next week, yeah, <laughs> done for sure. Mm. Sold. Well, they even have like uh, there was one of those cops episodes where like some homeless person was living in a sewer drain mm-hmm. or like a rain uh, runoff, and then they had a flash rain. Yeah, they right. died. Right. Yeah. 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 That would suck. Yeah. But yeah. sticking with my bunker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a thing. It's. Uh, Vaguely remembering at this time where Vegas was going through and cleaning people out of the underground encampments. Oh, oh, yeah. oh wow. And that there's this whole giant, like thousands upon thousands of people mm-hmm. living underground there. Like a city like, under oh, the yeah. city. Mm-hmm. Second city. With its own like culture and hierarchy and right, everything. Right. How crazy is that? That is pretty fucking crazy. And, oh, I remember now. It wasn't. It wasn't Vegas. Uh, it was Paris. And uh-huh. that um, one of the problems is is millennials or whoever they travel to Paris and they think they can go down in the catacombs. Mm-hmm. And there's apparently multiple entrances to the catacombs, mm-hmm. unaware that there are people down there living like whole cities of people, mm-hmm. like homeless, whatever you want to call them. And that they don't take too kindly to visitors. Right. Tourists. Tourists, exactly, Lindsay. And that's a whole other reason to be living in somebody's house, like in a secret bunker. Get shot? You hear someone in your house. Right. But You're going to be kind about it. No, absolutely. You are absolutely 100% right on that one. But the thing is, is you've got to be sneaky or whatever, right, to to survive and to get your food, blah, blah, blah. When, if you're living... Under the city, you're living in sewers, you're living under a bridge, you're dealing with other homeless people. You go down, fuck, go down to the river over here yeah. to their tent cities. And, and you just said it. They don't take kindly to newbies or visitors, right? So you're getting a chance of you fucking dying there, yeah. getting shot, stabbed, raped. Yeah. Okay. I feel the chances of, of death or rape are decreased dramatically when you're living in somebody's house in a secret bunker. Would you try to make sure that you had something on you to offer them? To keep your life? I mean, you know. I don't know if there's a lot of time for negotiation (laughs) from unholstering. (laughs) Right. It's like, hey, hey, don't kill me. I brought you a steak. Man, I'm (laughs) giving up a handkerchief with some sort of what you've been holding. Right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm sticking with that one. What possibly could a homeless person offer that's living in your house to make you give mercy on them to not kill them if that's the situation sure. you're presented with i mean if it's gimpy be like do you no, smoke you. no we're talking about you <laughs> i don't a cigarette weed man if, weed lots of weed somebody he offered weed. me that yeah i've got that's i got everything i need you're gonna have to come up with something different you brought it up so i'm asking you <laughs> no I, I i meant like 
would he offer something if he was found living in someone's bunker? Yeah, and I'm putting the question back on you. Like, what could I offer them? Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, My I think the answer is born child. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. How about I clean your house? Yeah. You just let me continue living in your bank, you That's know, basement bunker. Yeah. You're the maid. Right. I, I watched some stupid, crazy video on TikTok, and it was of a guy, and he picked up this homeless girl mm-hmm. to ha- try and have sex with her. Oh. Right. It's. It is. Is this the first time? I just hold on. Make sure everything is because it's you know. It's fucking crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> I've already said that word like six times already. Have we? I don't even know. Yeah. I'm sure boss would have come in and said something by and, now. And so he brought her to his house and he let her shower and she was so kind. And then she shares a story about like how most of the time people are just trying to take advantage of her sexually. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ooh. Well, and he was bad. nice to her and they just watched TV or whatever. And he knew it was going to take, goddamn, t- take a couple days. Mm-hmm. And so the next morning, and she slept on the couch, and he slept in his bed. And then the next morning, he was like, I'm going to go to work. You know, you can stay or whatever. Da, 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 da. Not like he was working it, but not really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves to go to work. And he's like, I realized how stupid that was. He comes home. She had cleaned his apartment because she was so appreciative. Yeah. And they watch TV again and goes to bed. And in the middle of the night, she asked to come sleep in his bed. Oh. And they totally have sex. <laughs> right? And then he just kicks her out and never talks to her again. Wow. Congratulations. You're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Or she could have simply, while he was sleeping peacefully in his bed, Fucking wiped them blind. Stole Let in her friends. Have. Let in the friends. Yes. 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 Eat up all that, the food. I mean, Jennifer Aniston movie derailed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah, kind of did it to herself because she gave him the sex. Right. She hopped in bed with right, him. She gave up the nuki. Yeah, that's right. Fred says that's not a good idea. Right. Uh, yeah, but he's also... Uh, why is she yeah. getting punished? He's the asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, totally. offering sex, yeah. That, that's going to end it pretty fast. I don't think there's anything. To me, I think when you're in the situation of being in a hidey hole in someone's house, mm-hmm. you're letting your guard down. You feel safe. Right. When you are not, you are an intruder. Absolutely, 100%. And so the chance of you getting caught, you could easily get arrested in that scenario. Easily. Oh, fuck, even On better the street. Than- not a ch- the chance of getting arrested way lower. Absolutely, but if you're going to arrest me, I'm still getting three hots and a cot, right? Which is still better than getting fucking anally raped down by the river. Uh, I agree with the anally rape part, but <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a better situation because mm-hmm. now I think you complicate your scenario more when you get arrested. Maybe. Right? Maybe. The idea of you maybe getting a job, mm-hmm. getting out from underneath, if that's what you want to do, you right. create a harder scenario for right. you. Right. But there's people out there that get, they commit stupid fucking crimes simply so they can have three hots and a cot. Yeah. Something to eat and a place to sleep that's not in the elements. Yeah. And and I, I'm I'm okay with that. I Like days like this, mm-hmm. the next couple of days, watch the desk blotter. Right. So look at the type of people mm-hmm. that are getting arrested. How many of them don't have address lists? Right. Or it says right. homeless. Because whatever shelters are overran or, you know, yeah, it's like, fuck, this is this sucks. I'm going to be in here, but at least I'm going to get fed and I'll have a bed to sleep on for at least a week. But they're in the same yeah. scenario that they are if you go to a homeless shelter. Right. 
Where are you putting your stuff? They don't keep it for you. No. No, they don't. I mean, you get arrested. They do, in a sense. They're not going to take your entire shopping cart. Nope. And bring that What's in. It, whatever's no. on you. Right, exactly. So, I mean, if that's the case, uh, you, you know this is what I'm up against. All right, take the necessities. Take the necessities, and I'm going to jail. And your dog goes to the pound. Well, that sucks. I'll go steal another one because you know they didn't buy that motherfucker. Yeah. I ain't no way I want to be in someone's house getting shot. Right? I guess. I guess the chances of getting anally raped are still there. (laughs) No matter whether you're homeless camp or somebody else's house. Yeah. Here's interesting. This is a news update with uh, about Bill Belichick. Says he's been conducting business as usual. So he's not leaving. And has displayed no signs that he's done. That's all they played up the other day, man. He's done. You know, this is the last game for Bill Belichick, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So is he doing it or is he not? I think the idea of, like, when a season ends mm-hmm. and you don't have a winning record, automatically that's what people go to. Okay. The end is near. Mm-hmm. But he's been there out. for, he been there for like, what, 20-something years now, 25 years, something like that? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't 20 I think, years? I think that's, I, I believe that's what they said, that he'd been with the Patriots for 25 years. This says that he became a coach oh, for the love of God. <laughs> Just go right to it. He became a coach at New England in 2000, so 23 years. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a damn long fucking oh, time yeah. at one spot. Yeah. So he could easily retire and be like, all right, get somebody else in, or still easily keep the same gig that he's been doing for the past 20 years. Eight Super Bowl championships, three NFL Coach of the Years, Maxwell Club NFL Coach of the Year, All-Decade Team of 2000s, All-Decade Team of 2010s, 100th Anniversary All-Team, Patriots All-2000s Team, Patriots 50th Anniversary, I mean, yeah. Patriots Dynasty, All-Dynasty Team. Yeah. He is he is seventy one years old, man. Yeah, and he's got million. He could he could easily he should he probably should not because you know he had a losing season or whatever, but the fact that he's been there for twenty something years, he's got enough to retire on cash wise. Mm-hmm. You know why the hell not? Yeah, enjoy your seventy one. You've got maybe ten to maybe twenty years left. <laughs> Go ahead, retire. Enjoy what life you have left, and and uh, instead of just all football, both of it, he has three kids, both of his a daughter and two sons, both of them are coaches on his staff. Really? Wow. I wonder what his daughter looks like. Uh, uh like Grumpy. female version of him, yeah. like him. <laughs> Ew. She's the woman's lacrosse coach at Holy Cross College in Massachusetts. Holy shit. You are not lying. She looks like him. <laughs> looks just like him. Holy Yikes. cow. Oh, oh, oh. That's a big bitch. <laughs> yeah, she looks just like him. Uh, <laughs> didn't you say he had two? <laughs> These three kids total. Where's the other one? <laughs> yeah. God damn, man. <laughs> Bad karma. Yeah, you're probably right. It's okay, though. Sure. <laughs> what do you think his net worth is, Lindsay? Uh, we t- we went over this. What was it? 25 mil. No. No, we I went over didn't. We went over a salary. Yeah, yeah. All right, so he's worth, uh, we'll go with, um, 
Three hundred million. Okay, Gimpy. Um, seventy million. I think that's shooting high. Yeah, seventy million. Yeah, three hundred million is insane, girl. He isn't doing a lot of endorsements. Mm-hmm. He's got a salary. That's the end of the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> but for 20, how many years? 23 years? Yeah, he hasn't been making $20 million for 23 okay. years. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm still looking at his daughter. I was like, could I smash Why? that? Can I smash that? Yes, you can. For like financial reasons? Yes. <laughs> it's like in the movie Ted. It's like in the movie Ted. Right. Right? You go trigger off Tom Brady because <laughs> right. it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. Yeah. And if you're a Patriots fan, <laughs> you get Belichick's daughter. You fuck that big girl. You fuck her good. <laughs> His son. I don't know. His what? sons his sons aren't any better. He isn't good looking. <laughs> no. So what are we talking not, about? Right. He's not. But his wife or his ex-wife, she was a, she's pretty hot. And I was I was hoping she was pretty hot? Yeah. What was her name? I just Debbie. Looked, Debbie. Yeah, Debbie. When the picture I saw of Debbie, I was like, all right, Debbie, not that bad looking. Good for you, Bill. But your daughter on the other hand. <laughs> uh, she looks okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that she's like a 10. No. Not like the lady he was with recently. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, look at this. <laughs> you would think it could be a sister. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Should have stuck with her. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how long they were married. Uh, him and Deb? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Deb. Like they were we married know each from... Other. Uh, <laughs> 77 to 2006. Yep, Six that's... years after into his, like, he got into his dynasty. Oh, and God. he was like, new phone, who dis? <laughs> right. And that's what you went with, huh, Bill? Eh, well, love is blind. Yeah. He don't give a shit. <laughs> no. He's fucking Bill Belichick. He, whatever. He is um, stoic, capital, uh, uh, lowercase s. He's just like, I only see what I see. <laughs> right. I will not be distracted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh huh. I don't care about your birthday. <laughs> I don't care what's for dinner. I don't care why you're crying. Right. <laughs> Football. That's it. It's hmm. all I eat, yeah. sleep, breathe. Patriot football. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. And then he's gonna. I think he's friends with like some NASCAR people too. All right. So I think he's gonna be like when he's done, he's just. And he fishes. I think he's just going to go fucking do that. Right. Do old man things. Go watch races and fish. Right. Sounds like a beautiful life. People like this, they do they do their football. And then when they're not <laughs> playing football, they do a couple months mm-hmm. or a month of just that one thing they love. As they should. And unwind. Then, yeah. And then they go right back at it. Mm-hmm. And it's all they know. I get my, my, my Feb- no, no, February's because that's fucking uh, Super Bowl. Right? If you're in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I got March. It's so late that's this it. year. March, and then you got the draft. Right. Right? So when do you get your break? You get a 30, 30 days. Yeah. Right? You get the Super Bowl, if you will. Mm-hmm. So from, and he if he's not in, he don't give a shit. Right. And he did some TV stuff. Yeah. And he's great at it. Yeah. So he could go and do something like that if he still needs to get No. He doesn't have to be a Walmart greeter or anything. No. No. No, or coaching like high school football. Oh, God, God. right, Hmm. right. What are you doing with your life after retirement, Bill? Well, I'm coaching my great-grandson's 
you know, peewee team. Flag team. Flag team or whatever. It was like, ladies and gentlemen, we're glad you came out here to, for the flag football. <laughs> got to have a Texas Southern Dawn and all. Right. And uh, we're going to need to have a chili dinner. To try. I need some headsets. <laughs> right. I don't know how to coach without a headset. Like, Bill, we're a fucking flag football team. We don't have that kind of money. And uh, we need someone to park the car. <laughs> right. Back to the pants. And I need a man. locker room. <laughs> And a massage parlor. <laughs> uh, yeah, wasn't it the owner of the Patriots that yeah, got caught? Robert Kraft, the, yeah, yeah, Robert Kraft, yeah. And she just went, <laughs> yeah, I'm in trouble. Okay, here's a couple million dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> but not enough, here's $10 million. Right, right. Let me keep going. Uh, I'm going to go get jerked off again. I'll be back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, punish me with a fine that is not even close to the amount of money I've spent on getting jerked off. <laughs> By the way, him slumming is insane to me. Right? Right? You don't have to. No. You're multi-millionaire. Right. Multi. Are those places known for discretionary as opposed to maybe like, like, did he learn his lesson? Was he with like high-end escorts? Mm-hmm. Like tens? Right. And then he, like, whatever, one of them sold to TMZ or mm-hmm. became too much of a problem or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, I'll just go to the, you know, the Yank and Tug. Right. <laughs> you pick up my, I'll pick up my dry cleaning and go to the other side of the curtain and get my Yank and Tug. <laughs> Makes sense. Maybe got tired of all those high-end bitches. Get right? donuts in the morning. Mm-hmm. Come back in the evening, get my dry cleaning at the same spot. <laughs> get my dick tugged on. <laughs> At the same spot, I got my donuts and my dry cleaning. And friend tell me, he's like, man, I go to this place, I get foot massages. I'm like, what? He's like, it's so awesome. I'm like, I don't, don't share this with me. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to. He's like, no, it's legit. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. He's like, it is. I'm like, I believe you, but stop telling me about it. I don't want to hear about a foot. You're a grown ass man mm-hmm. going to a stranger's place mm-hmm. and getting a foot massage. Yes. He's like, hey, man, there's nothing wrong with self-care. I'm like, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> what? There, there isn't. There isn't. You're absolutely right, Lindsay. But when it's <laughs> next to a fucking dispensary <laughs> right. and a pawn shop, I don't fucking believe you. <laughs> there are no windows. Uh, no <laughs> here's windows. The, here's my gauge. When they're, Oh, I went and got a massage. I'm like, what smell was the candle? Yeah. Well, they didn't have candles. I'm like, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> right? I was talking about that with the neighbor yesterday. I, was, I never had a massage at all whatsoever. Really? Like a professional massage. Like a was, real, like we're talking like legit. Real okay. legit. Yeah, you know, you have the spousal massage, you know, yeah. that's yeah. always ends up leading to, you know, sex or whatever, you know, but uh, but never like went to a place and paid money and like, here, rub me down. I just don't know about it. I don't know if it's the money factor or if it's, you know, maybe I don't want Gunther coming in and fucking rubbing on me or whatnot. I don't know. I just haven't haven't done it yet. But I hear they're worth it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Legit massages are ridiculous. Right. right. Uh, I've only done a rub and tug once, and I didn't know what was happening, and I, nothing happened. Because I got so fucking weirded out. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just going to grab my shoes and go. I got the balls to go into one, and then I, when, you know, it kind of, everybody wants to talk fucking lion shit till it's time to do lion shit. <laughs> right. And you turned into a pussy. <laughs> oh, big time. Big time. It, it freaked me out. It was weird. It I felt can, weird. Yeah, I can imagine. For me, it just was not in my DNA. It's like getting a prostitute. I'm like, mm, I know what you're going to do, and I'm sure that it'd be all right, but I'm good. I'm good on all that. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% or I'm none. Mm-hmm. And so I can't, 
I can't teeter that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't want to be addicted to, stri- you know, strippers or, or uh, prostitutes or any of that stuff. Asians with really strong hands. Yeah, listen, when I go get a pedicure, I, even then I'm like, this is so weird because I can clip my own nails. Right. Yeah. Right. When they do that leg thing, I'm like, oh, you can't help with your mind go somewhere. You're like, I yeah. bet she can fucking jerk it. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> this only, is, she's gone straight. <laughs> I've only had one one time. And I sit there and watch her titties jiggle the entire time. I thought it was amazing. I'm like, yes, I should do this more often. Turn on the Google Translate on your phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where it auto detects. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. They may or may not be talking about you. May or may not. Yeah. I'm probably it's a are. great idea. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my daughter's like, what is, because I've taken my oldest, what are they saying? I'm like, I have no idea. Mm. Well, why, aren't, why are they talking like that? I'm like, because they, they, that's the language they speak. Because <laughs> they're not from around here. Huh? Right. <laughs> She's like, where are they from? I'm like, ah, goddamn, I don't know. <laughs> east. Yeah. Far yeah. east. Not from these parts. <laughs> right. Whatever. From Oklahoma City. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. They're from sure Ulaga. Sure you are, <laughs> Bob. Right, right. Uh, all right, New Year Blood Drive next Thursday. You guys have a fantastic week. And uh, if you want to go to the Blood Drive, head to obi.org to reserve your spot. We're there live from 6 to 10, but it goes all day until 7. seven. Okay. Yeah. See ya. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.